It's about to go down. Take the baseline out. I want to welcome everybody. Uh huh. Today, number Let's three. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Cash flow, money, money. Give me a favor. Can we bring some of these uh -huh. folks up with these raised hands, Mr. Monroe? I want to welcome everybody to day three of Debate the News. Give me a favor and ping some of your friends and tell them to come in. Once again, ping some of your friends and tell them to come in. It's about to get y'all. From the dope spot with the smoke block, clinging the murder scene. You know me well from nightmares of a lonely cell. My only hell, but since when y'all niggas know niggas with the rubber grips or shots and if you with me mama rubble your tits once again everybody do me a favor ping some of your friends and tell them to come in it's about to get lit this is our third day on the debut of debate the news and today we're gonna be talking about covid we're talking about the numbers are falling we're talking about whoopee you know we talking about the troops in Ukraine. The life and times of Sean Carter, nigga, volume two. It's a hard not life. Niggas locked down in a 10 by 4 Controlling a house, we live in hard knocks We don't take over, we ball blocks Burn them down and you can have it back, daddy I'd rather that, I float for chicks wishing They ain't have to strip the pay tuition I Matter of fact, while we still welcome our friends in Do me a favor, and if you can share this room in the left corner Put something interesting on the wall for us Put something interesting and ping some of your friends And tell them to come in The king size, green machines, the green fives The scene pies, let the thing between my eyes and the lies, life's ills Then I put it down tight, real I'm tight grill with the phony Rappers, y'all might feel we homies I'm like still, y'all don't know me Shit, I'm tight real When my situation ain't improving I'm trying to murder everything moving Feel me? Everybody I want to help and welcome 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 everybody to the debate the news as you can see it's uh, about to go down in case you didn't hear me clearly it's uh, about to go <laughs> down what is good mr. Jonathan Bing is in the building I'm gonna ask y'all one more time to do me a big favor I need you to ping some of your friends and welcoming them in and tell them to come in ping some of your friends and tell them to come in what's up mr jonathan bing is in the building good morning i mean good afternoon uh good evening well good afternoon jerry uh i am uh excited to be here man on this wednesday uh february the 2nd 2022 man i'm looking forward to debating the news bro i am looking forward to debating the news uh and, and i want to thank everyone uh that have uh, come and joined us on our third edition uh our maiden voyage uh, a week maiden week voyage of debate the news excited to have you guys here man uh, make sure you raise your hand man get up here and take part in this news debate that we have guys uh generally what we grew up all of us grew up listening to the news watching the news uh 
that now news is slanted, man. We talk about the main, main, uh, I guess the mainstream media. We talk about this. We talk about that. We talk about Fox. We talk about CNN. Talk about MSNBC. It has come time that we started to debate the news. So, back to you, my I friend. Love, I love it, Jonathan, because you know, w- w- with these topics and with the people that come in, I sincerely am able to catch up on some things, and I'm really concerned about this, this, this numbers with 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 with, with the COVID. I, I thought, if I'm not mistaken. Aren't they saying that Omicron is actually like surpassed Delta as far as deaths and whatnot? Uh, what's going on uh, is, um, and I'm going to pin the uh, article to the top, uh, is that, well, uh, may Omicron, everyone, Omicron's tricky. Omicron is tricky, guys. Uh, we've been sitting here, we're like, hey, we have nothing to worry about uh, and that we're going to actually get through this. Uh, and um, Omicron is probably a blessing. You know, I foolishly uh, probably uh, believe that in my mind somewhat. I'm I'm dealing with long COVID, Jerry. I, I'll, I'll be honest with you, man. Uh, I got that COVID, and uh, when I, uh, I I felt like okay, no problem, I'll get over it. And and the uh, symptoms were relatively mild, you know, and uh, I got through it. Uh, but then you know the, the the headache stayed for a lot longer than I anticipated. The night chill state, and now, now I'm dealing with horrible nausea, and uh, and it's like, uh, and it comes on. And I mean, one of the pluses is I, uh, you know, I put on 50 pounds during COVID. I've never been this big in my life, so uh, it's coming off because I can't eat nothing. But um, you know, um, but that's one of the realities that I've been dealing with. I keep that to myself for the most part. But uh, Omicron is such a uh, contagious uh, 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 variant that. Even though it may be milder, it is affecting so many more people. And when you look at uh, the deaths that's starting to pile up because of it, because there's so many more people being affected. And to be honest with you, Jerry, you know, uh, Miss Cooper, you know, she believes I may have gotten affected again, you know. And because she's like, no, how is this happening to you? I'm calling it long COVID. She's like, no, that seems like another infection. Super spreader. So I, I don't know yet. So that's what's going on with me. So. I agree. Jonathan, somebody I know personally, very close to me, she had the same exact thing you just described. She had it in L.A., then she got better. Then she went to New York, then it got worse. She thought she was good and it got worse. And she had it for weeks and weeks and weeks. But the interesting thing is, I think one test may have said, I think she even um, tested negative. But she, Jonathan, it was clearly, clearly, clearly COVID. And it bothered her for a while. So something interesting going on. Were you trying to say something, Mr. Bryan? Can I say something, Jerry? Go go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, It's funny you say that, Um, Jonathan. I was just like looking and saying, wow, the symptoms that you just spoke about. I don't have COVID, but it's been like almost 10 days now. I have no appetite. I've lost so much weight. I, I'm nauseous. So I was just saying to my friend, I was like, man, I think I have to go to the doctor because this is this is not normal now. You know, like normal things I like to eat. Somehow I just don't have an appetite. It's the weirdest you, thing. You know, it's yeah, interesting. Well, you no should, cre- can I say that? I'm going to jump in. Because, yeah, because you should get yourself tested because I, I've been doing a lot of research. I, I never been nauseous in my life. You know, I can count on one hand I've ever you know, the, how many times I've ever puked. And, um, and that's happened to me a couple of times now. And, uh, and so I've never been nauseous and I got nervous and we, and I knew it had to be COVID related. I started looking it up and that's one of the, uh, things that Omicron, you know, um, and so, 
a lot of people are out there with Omicron and they don't even know that they're infected. The only way, you know, they, 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 they have a loss of appetite and, you know, nausea and things like that. So that's uh, one of the symptoms that I've been, well, some, some of the symptoms that I found on Omicron uh, while, you know, I'm looking at this. So I'm actually going to go ahead and, and get a doctor's appointment. I don't know what, if anything, they can do for me. Uh, but yeah, I uh, this uh, hey, hey, Omicron. Hey John, remember when we yes, got sir. back? Remember when we got back from uh, Miami, and I mm-hmm. and I was sick, and I, I uh, we got back on a uh, I guess a Wednesday or Thursday, and mm-hmm. uh, Saturday I didn't go to work. I, I didn't feel well, and I couldn't get a test on Saturday, Sunday, uh, Monday. Finally, I got a test, and it took five days to get the results. But in between, I took a, a rapid test on Thursday. It came out negative. The, the PCR came out negative and I, I had stayed at home because I thought for sure it was COVID. And now the other woman saying the same thing, you know, I just wonder, did, did I in fact have it? And thankfully I, I pretended that I had it. I quarantined as if I had it, stayed away from the family as if I had it. But, uh, you know, I had two negative tests. So I guess that's one of the things that's going on. And had somebody like myself just gone back out into the world, I could have potentially been spreading, spreading that around. And I hope you get over the symptoms, uh, quickly uh jonathan uh this with omicron i didn't have the headaches it was whatever if i had it it was very mild but uh, um losing weight uh can be a blessing and a curse you know certainly your body's reacting so definitely get it checked out buddy yeah absolutely uh and that's one of the things that i um you know, I actually uh, felt, you know, like, uh, you know, just you got to take you got to be responsible. And that's one thing about you, Ben Stock. You and I have totally different views on uh, Omicron and on the vaccine and everything else. Uh, well, not, not even now. I'm not going to say Omicron because you believe it's there. You believe it exists. You believe all. Yeah. Sorry, I can't say that on a vaccine. But one thing you and I do share and, and I got to say is the fact that whenever you feel that, um that you uh that you were uh that you may have been affected you always always took the pro- uh, precautions you, you have you have to right and and Jerry I think I have an answer to your your delta uh and why delta deaths were were lower I think that the vaccine really was effective on the delta variant I think it was created uh around the regular you know the original covid and then the delta and whereas I think the the vaccine uh, really has been struggling to be uh, effective against Omicron. And, and and it makes sense that it would uh, struggle because the vaccine was created before Omicron was contemplated. So, you know, it, it, it would have been a lucky thing had the vaccine been uh, impactful, and, and maybe it is, on Omicron. But, you know, I think the vaccine was much more suited for the Delta variant. And I think that's why the numbers are starting to switch uh, um, with the death rate being higher with Omicron. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I want to do a quick room reset and welcome everybody to the room, you know, for those that just came in. This is a, our third day in this brand new club. And um, I want to thank everybody for showing up. So make sure the new people's here. Please follow the club, debate the news. We're going to be, we're going to be doing this five days a week, uh, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And what's that, 5 p.m. Eastern Time. So we're going to go for three hours. We're going to be on time. It's going to be beautiful. But I got to make one quick announcement because I want to make sure this club starts off correct in a good way. Moderators, please listen carefully. Do not mod anyone. If you got a friend that comes from your rooms and your BFF, don't mod them up. I will be handling bringing everybody to the stage. So moderators, please respect the stage. I want to keep this an organized club. Uh, yeah, but w- welcome, everybody. Is there anybody want to jump in? Uh, 
about um <clears throat> oh brian back to what you said brian check this out I, I i don't know somebody can correct me if there's a medical expert on stage brian i almost want to say that some of these people have omicron and the tests are coming back negative because this person you, brother. I, 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 there's no question i had something when i got back from miami and several of the people that were in our circle did in fact test positive uh and, and uh I, I i did not but i was certainly in proximity to some of those people and i certainly don't want to disclose names but i was i was you know we were in the same room we were next to each other having drinks and you know all of a sudden we heard that they had covid and i i wasn't feeling great and you know i've had covid before so i, I was familiar with some of the symptoms and uh you know i scuttled myself uh to the basement and gosh darn i couldn't get a test jerry I went to three different places, and it, this is the week before Christmas, and I think it was when Omicron was peaking, and I couldn't get a test. So, you know, uh, we've been behaving at, at business, uh, and if, if you're sick, assume it's COVID until proven otherwise. And that's, you know, the only thing that, you know, we can do to try and keep the spread. If you got a cold, stay home. It's COVID uh, until you can prove it's not. Uh, but Great I got to make, you know, geez, it's still, I still question whether or not I had it for that third time. I think you did, especially since so many people out there came back with it. I think you did. But uh, Jonathan, have you gotten a recent test for, for the for the and how does that work with long COVID? Like, let's say if you it is long COVID and it kind of never went away, would you still test positive, Jonathan? How does that work? Or will it kind of like dissipate Jerry, as far as like we're going to ask the yeah, medical experts for that, Jerry? Uh, you know, once again, I don't speak on things that I'm not certain of, but I, I you know, I know that um, this is horrible. You know, uh, I, I didn't anticipate feeling like this you know but guess what you know i'm healthy i'm glad i took the vaccine you know I, i'm gonna even though uh i you know people are like oh you don't know i to me guess what i i do know that i had a lot more comfort i had a lot more a lot less anxiety and a lot more certainty that i will be okay you know and that my family you know would uh that my family wouldn't have to endure you me, me being away for a very long time so that's that's what i uh took from that and i just wanted to make sure that um you know um i get that out there but jerry let's uh talk about the headline guys right now guys uh the u.s uh is um is definitely um having more uh, their numbers right now are higher than they were at the peak of last fall okay uh and uh when you look at that it's just incredible uh that uh you know our numbers are higher than any of the other well uh, uh i guess the other wealthy countries uh as uh global death climbed climbs nine percent in the last week guys think about that remember omicron was supposed to be our savior omicron has become a sneaky little freaking bastard excuse my language because though it's quote unquote less lethal and I, and that has not been proven out because that to me right now it seems like it's more lethal and but that's been the narrative so guys once again i'm not speaking scientifically because i don't have that uh, data but when people are saying it's less lethal for something that's left less lethal it sure damn hell is killing a lot of people and so i want to put I that out the there doctor i think the doctor that was in i forget his name i think he explained it uh last week really well he said it's less lethal but so many more people are getting it. So if it's if it's lethal at only one percent, but ten times the amount of people are getting it, the the actual number of fatalities uh, is it 
is a yeah, problem. One, one, are one are second, any doctors Jerry. on the stage? Yeah, yeah. Before you do that, Jerry, one second. Breaking news, guys. Queen of uh, Italian cinema, Monica Vitti, has died at the age of 90. So uh, just wanted to put that out there. Go ahead. Was it Back the vaccine or was it COVID? I have a couple things I'd like to Both, do. Elizabeth. Go ahead, Elizabeth. So a couple things. Um, when you were asking about long COVID testing positive for um, for the virus, most in most cases, no. You will have cleared the virus, but what you're dealing with with long COVID is the is the long term damage that the virus caused. Um, maybe awakening of a of a virus that was in your body. Um, different autoimmune disorders that you hadn't shown symptoms of, you know, different things like that. Um, or it could be, you know, you've got the neurological stuff and, and everything like that, that people have heard about. Um, I wanted to address, um, Brian was talking about the uh, vaccination um, not being effective, as effective on, on Omicron. And maybe that's why we're seeing increased cases. I think the increased cases are twofold. Number one, um, the the time period from which people uh, were were fully vaccinated or double vaxxed at that time, and then the gap between that and people getting boosters, I think the vaccine immunity had waned a little bit, and people weren't you know people were questioning whether they should get boosters, and so they weren't as protected when Omicron hit, and then Omicron being um, it's substantially more contagious than. Then Delta, I think with Delta, the symptoms we were seeing were far more severe uh, respiratory wise. But the problem that we're seeing with Omicron is a lot of um, still the internal inflammation, um, the GI stuff that you're talking about. Um, people aren't presenting with the, with the cough. Um, sore throat's pretty common. Headaches is another thing. So there's actually data that's coming out that's showing that people that get Omicron are at a higher risk for the long COVID neurological effects. But of course that data is not all in yet, but that's what the, the right. early data is showing. Right. Appreciate that. And uh, it's, it's such a confusing, confusing thing because it seems like, I don't know, it's really, really confusing that, that, you know, Omicron and the form, the, the vaccine before, is this really effective on it? It's so many different, I don't know. You say hey, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to say this because Elizabeth, I'm gonna tell you something that that was in my mind, and maybe it's foolishness. You know, when you're dealing with something like this, like I am with long COVID, you start wondering, like, yeah, did is it possible this stuff can awaken? And, and once again, it's, it's it's just just as a, a layman thinking, like something cancerous or something that's been dormant, you know, and and, and awaken it. I, you know, with that, I, I don't know. And that's things. Those are things that I don't know. Maybe the future will tell. But that that was on my mind for a brief moment today. Like, you know, uh, is that you know a possibility that that can happen? So, I don't know. I don't know about I don't know about cancerous, but definitely, you hear of people that um, get um, Guillain-Barré syndrome. They get different syndromes. So those viruses are usually, um, it's something that is, a lot of those viruses is something that you have dormant in your system. Um, it's also it seems to be like awakening um, autoimmune diseases earlier than maybe they would have appeared in your life because of how the immune system responds to uh, SARS-CoV-2. But ultimately, the being double vaxxed with a booster is providing enough protection to most people to keep them out of morgues and out of ICUs with, with Omicron. 
and that's still that data and, and that data was true with Delta um, prior to the booster coming out and it and it seems to be true now. But I think when you deal with the infectivity rate of Omicron and you have such a vast number of people testing positive, um, you know, the, that just raises the numbers. So the numbers, if you look at them just raw, you're going to see higher numbers with Omicron. But I have seen sicker patients with Delta, to be honest. Okay, appreciate that. Appreciate this, that. Anybody else? Anybody else want to join in the conversation? Yeah, yeah I would Jerry. love to jump in, Jerry. Can I? Uh, Ugmo, let, let Ugmo or Atmo. I can't pronounce your name. I didn't hear you. Talk. Did you just call him an Ugmo? <laughs> Ezbo? Is that, is that he called you Ugmo? <laughs> no, I, actually, I, actually, actually, I said, actually, I said Ugmo Joe. That's what I really said. <laughs> no, hey, brother, I, I, I'm going to say respectfully. Is your name Ugmo or Utmo? I didn't hear you. Oh, my name is What's Evbo. His name? Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, Evbo. Evbo. <laughs> hey, you hey, can't call him Ugmo like that, bro. What, what, is that, what, is that, what is that character on, uh, on your, I can't, I can't pull it out. What is that character? Oh, yeah. He's just smiling, man. That's uh, that's Goku from Dragon Ball. Oh, oh, I didn't. Okay, Goku from yeah, Dragon yeah. Ball. I, I'll put up Dragon my Ball Z. Face, but, um, Dragon Ball, yeah. Mr. Go Jonathan. Ahead, I just wanted to say, um, if you're worried about you know an activation of cancer or something, I know a lot of like successful people will get MRIs, and I think we I think we could just pay for them for like three grand or something. So maybe get do that. My my father does that a lot, and it's been really helpful for him to catch stuff early. So if you're worried, try getting an MRI or something. No, no, no it's just, they they say that you everyone has stuff in them. It's just whether or not it turns. That's what they say. That's what I, I've heard. Maybe once again, I'm a layman, and so when I was like sitting there, I was like, man, oh man, I've never thrown up in my life. You know, I can count on one hand how many times that that's happened. Man, if you, you don't know? quit saying that word, man, you making me sick. I'm over here trying to eat my oatmeal, and my oatmeal is looking like throw up because you keep talking about yeah, throwing up. Yeah, man. Like, <laughs> so, oh, you know what? You're disgusting, bro. <laughs> so, 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 <laughs> so, is there anyone here? that I actually believe that Omicron isn't uh, uh, as deadly uh, as uh, uh, everyone said is. Well, I'm good. Hi, it's Tira. I'm going to agree with Brian, which is maybe a first um, in saying that I, I don't think it's more deadly. I think there are more cases and so there are more deaths, but I think it is probably if you look at it as a percentage, much less deadly. I guess is what I want to say. I also, Jonathan, I sort of agree with you about those scans. And Evbo, I'm sorry if this is a business your father does, but there are so many stories about how people. What? No, do these... no, not my father. Oh, okay, business. sorry. No, there's no. so many stories about how people do these scans and they find these things they've probably had since birth, and they should leave them alone. There's no reason to deal with them, and they start to take out, you know, like little teeny things that were not a problem. Oh. So I'm not sure I well. would be rushing to do that. Thanks, Astira. Hey, Jonathan, this is April. Uh, I want to say <laughs> I'm double vaxxed and boosted, but uh, beginning of January, I started to feel like a head cold. It wasn't a cough or a sore throat or anything. And then uh, brain fog. I'm talking about extreme brain fog. I had to start making notes to myself of <laughs> things I'd never had to make notes of before. And then I was so exhausted. I could not literally keep my eyes open and do my work as normal. I was napping all day. And my husband was home from work. He works two weeks away from home on and off. Thank goodness he was here because it gave me some time to recover. But I went and got a test, came back negative. Uh, all, you know, we all went and tested, all got negative. Um, and then for, you know, the first day that I got up with the exhaustion, 
I have to really pay attention to my body because I deal with chronic pain. And so I knew something's not right because I honestly felt like if I get through this day still alive, it'll be a bonus because my whole body just felt like we're done, the case closed, calling it quits. And then after two weeks, I started to feel better. And I actually, I remember what you're talking about, about eating because I was so hungry and my husband was making like some favorite food all the time I was sick. And I'm like, no, I just don't want it. And, and then that one day, like the middle of the week afterwards, the, the two weeks I wanted to eat. And then again, after that week, I went back into the exhaustion thing for another week and went and tested again, negative, um, and my, my husband and my son had no symptoms. They tested negative. And so I really don't know. Uh, I had none of the anything, no headache, no loss of taste or smell, no nausea. It was just exhaustion, mental fog, uh, and that little, like, congestion. That was it. But I, well, I've never had anything like that I'm, before. I'm, I'm convinced. I'm convinced. I am convinced, but I have no data to prove it. But I'm convinced that all of that is some form of... Um, um, one of those strands. I mean, what if there's a strand that has not really been uh, talked about yet? Like the one that my friend got, like the one that um, uh, Karita talked about that she got, and like the one that you're dealing with. What if there's another thing creeping around instead of it being Omicron and maybe Microcron? How about that? Sure. Is that a new one? Because, because sure. it would show up. One second, would recognize- one second, one second, one second. 10G. 10G, yeah. go ahead, 10G. I like what you were saying earlier too, Jerry, about... Um, you know, some of the tests not coming back right. Cause I can honestly say I've been going outside damn near every day from the beginning stages, being on the front line and having family members, kids, so many people in and out of my house. And it was just like, I like, I was like surprised. Like I've never caught anything and I get tested every week. But I was saying at some point, I just think those tests sometimes just don't come, they're not accurate. Um, in a sense of like people have it and you know because I was I say to myself like I, I couldn't have fought it off this long and not you know not one time come up with it you know especially when everybody was catching it these last couple months and I, I just think sometimes those tests just don't read right it has to be 10g I mean that has to be and 10g I know we probably have no data I know we can't I can't put anything in a link up top but I know too many people who've gotten sick that's never had that type of sickness before. And it's almost a mirror copy of some other friends of mine that's gotten sick, that's test positive from COVID. Is it possible sometimes that some of the stuff they pulled when they did the test just missed one little piece that made it come negative? I don't know, like the person I'm talking about, she had it bad and she never, ever, ever, ever gets sick like that. So I don't know, that's interesting. Um, yeah, anybody else wanna jump in on this topic? Jerry, can I? Brian. No. One second, one second, Joanne. You, you're next, Joanne. I, I saw you, Joanne. You're next. Somebody said Jerry. Can I? I don't, I don't know yeah, who that, that was. was. You got to say your name, Joanne. Oh, I'm sorry, Go ahead. <laughs> Joanne. I was, I, I was looking at your thing and it came <laughs> off, but, but, it, but it sounded like the voice came from the top right corner. Oh. But then I realized, I realized they all come from the same Absolutely. place. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I, it's really weird because my son, both my sons, they're identical twins, got COVID when it first came out. They got vaccinated because they wanted a party because we're in New York City. And I recently got vaccinated November for various reasons. But my son recently got sick again and he had close to 104 fever. Now, I haven't heard from him as to whether his PCR test came back positive. 
but I think he was thinking he had it again, but it only lasted three days. So Joanne, I, Joanne, why have you not heard from your son to know if he got COVID? What is wrong with you as a mom? Because he's 27 years old. He's on his own. You I will never, Joanne, 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 you will never stop being a mom. That is not acceptable, Joanne. I need you to get off this app and call your son right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's been fine, and he tested negative. <laughs> My, you have to understand. I, <laughs> Joanne, I got a question for you. Joanne, I got a question for you. One second. Joanne, I got a question for you. And tell the truth. Have you ever gotten a laugh like that from a moderator in Clubhouse? Never. <laughs> Welcome to the Debate in the News Club. I'm glad you're enjoying it so far. Is there, any, is there anything else you want to say? No, that's it, and that I love you guys. So there did, you go. How did you hit the jackpot and have two doggone sons as twins? Oh, identical twins that I hit the jackpot. Go watch the movie 2012. Did you ever see it? Um, mm. The end of the world. <laughs> if you did, they play the Russian twins. I hit the jackpot. I just did. Oh, well, I, we need to talk. Wow, that's we, cool. We, we need to talk. We need to we need to have your son come do some real estate deals with me, Joanne. How about that? We'll talk later. Well, Thank uh, you. Yeah, yeah, because one of them is a real estate broker. The other one is see? is in fintech, and he's like phenomenal. Um, well, we need to, Joanne. We gonna talk. I'm I'm gonna call okay. you sometime next week. We are gonna talk. You got okay. Got it. Oh, absolutely. Did you, Joanne did you, has all the all the cash. Trust well, me. I see, Joanne. <laughs> one second, Joanne. Did you want to land your plane? Yeah, I've landed. I'm cool. Thank you. I love. Was it a, and it was a soft <laughs> landing. Appreciate you. All so right. now, one, one second. Uh, did somebody say something? One second, because I was okay. That wasn't you, right, Jonathan? Before I go to the next contestant. No. No, no. Mark Day wanted to ask. Yeah, it, though. that's where I was about to go. Mr. Days, Mr. Days, how is your day going? That was a nice pun. It's going pretty good, Jerry. I'm above. Ground. Ask, your, ask your mom, why did she make it plural instead of singular, bro? Uh, my mom didn't make that name, bro. What's good, Mark? What do you want to say, brother? Y'all maintaining my brother. Um, no, no, I just wanted to touch on something real quick that Brian said a little bit earlier. I agree with the two points that it's more infectious and obviously it's going to um, the numbers will be concurrent as far as deaths and, and things of that nature. But um, he did make it seem like the the, the individuals who are dying and, and are getting sick and sent to the hospital were vaccinated. I don't believe the vaccine is actually a proponent or a, a part of the people getting sick and dying. I actually think that's a part of people being protected from death and what's keeping them off of the cold slab. So I just want to go ahead and say, until we get that data, uh, I, I don't want everyone to have it framed as if vaccinated people are the ones who are dying and making up these new numbers. That's all I want to say. All right. Appreciate you for that. Uh, Brian was on the phone, so he did not hear I, you say I, that. I agree with that, though. Yeah, I wish Brian was off the phone because I'm sure he'd, he'd want to have a conversation with you about that. But um. Uh, I wish I can just nudge his phone out of his hand. But um, yeah, appreciate you for that, uh, Mark. Is there anybody else? Let me see what else. What what, what other breaking news we got up here? Um, you know, we got the what passfall numbers. Um, what Jonathan, do you want to stand? Do you want to pivot over? I'm curious about that other topic. Mr. No, B. absolutely. We're, we're we're here, man. We're here to talk about it. But but someone else has something they wanted to add. Go ahead. I heard someone else. What are you eating, Jonathan? Uh, oatmeal. <laughs> Anybody well, else want to jump in this topic? Or it, it's Ryan. I just had a question. It's just very brief because I'm 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 kind of now lost because the the narrative that was being you know 
put out there is, you know, Omicron is more infectious, but less deadly. But now I'm starting to see that it's more deadly. Am I hearing that right? Or am I getting that wrong? Like, can someone correct me? Anybody have an answer? Because I believe I, I, I Elizabeth was saying that she's Elizabeth? more, she's not on the stage anymore. She was just here, but no, she was I'm saying here. that, you know, she saw more deadly in Omicron. Am I hearing that right, Elizabeth? No, I just see the the way Delta attacked the lung tissue was really difficult to treat. I think what's going on with Omicron is that there's so many cases that, and it's so much more infectious that it is in pure numbers causing more deaths than Delta did. I think that's what we're seeing. Got it. Okay. I'm sorry about that. I'm complete, Jerry. Thanks. You know, but Jonathan, did we see something somewhere where it said Omicron? Correct me if I, I don't. I don't know if I'm. Did we see something where it said Omicron has surpassed Delta though? Yes, that's in in death cases. That's true. Okay, but it's just because it's like one, maybe two, and I'm one, not, may, one may affect two. For example. Yeah, I'm not saying huh? that it's huh? not. It's not a horrific illness when you get critically ill. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that with what I saw just as as a practitioner in critical care is that the lung issues with Delta were just it was just horrific and really hard to treat when people when people ended up with uh, that systemic inflammation, especially so in they're, their they're, they're in not their getting lungs. so much. They're not getting so much ventilator stuff, ventilator uh, things going on with Omicron. No, we're still getting ventilator ventilator stuff. I just think the sickest patients that have gone downhill the fastest that I've seen as a practitioner have been Delta. The P, the patients that have tanked the fastest. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Okay. Okay. But, but Omicron has surpassed as far as the number of deaths. And it's also because Elizabeth It's also because it's more people it's more contagious, but it may one for one. It may not be as deadly as Delta, but more people are contracted. So therefore more people are dying. Correct. That's what it's that's what the numbers appear to say. Yes. I think that's where well, I then if that's the case, if, if, if that's the case, I will go on a limb and say, Omicron is more deadly. I'm going to have to say that if it's, if, if, if more people are catching it, therefore the number or the count of people more dying then one would have to say it's more deadly. Is that right, Dr. Catherine? I hope she don't miss that lob. You better not miss that lob. You don't here, Jerry. Bad. Okay. Here. <laughs> is, that is that correct? Well, the data tells the story, right? And when you have a disease that is infecting so many, it is more transmissible. It may be less pathogenic, meaning that less people die from it on a case fatality rate, but more people are dying right now because the variant is terribly contagious. It one person has it, they are expected to infect 10 to 16 people. Yeah, so Jerry, wow. that, that's that right there. Yo, I'm Jerry, scared that, now. Hold up. Yeah, wait, that she is huge. She, wait, wait. That, that was like a. That is huge. And yo, you guys, people sitting there, dude was ready to jump in. Like, yeah, Jerry, you know, I was riding my motorcycle the other day. He didn't even let that breathe. Whoever that was, that was about to speak. Because that was huge, Dr. Catherine. She I didn't say know it one more time. She got to say it one more time. I, I, wait, wait, wait. You just said if one person, say that last part, just that last part. And, and yeah. Dr. Catherine, you can't add anything else to it when you say it because you're going to take the sting away. You got to say just that last part. Okay. In infectious disease epidemiology, we call this the R-naught, which is how many people 
is it expected See, she added to it. She had, added to it. <laughs> I just had to, sorry. But the R not for this variant is 10 to 16, meaning that one infected person is expected to transmit to others, 10 to 16 other people. I'll be back, but, Jonathan. I'll be back. I'm, I'm about to go set the plane to go get back. My hey, bro, daughter bro. has it, Jonathan, <laughs> bro. and I don't have it. And she's in the house with me. So she got tested on Thursday of last week. She was in the ER with a headache and a neck ache on Friday. And she hasn't had any symptoms since then um, with just Motrin and Tylenol. She's going back to school tomorrow. I didn't get it. So I don't know what's going on. Go, Dr. Oh, Kathleen, what do you think? Dr. So Kathleen, what do you You may have some immune protection. You may have been naturally recovered, either symptomatic or asymptomatic, or you may be vaccinated and or boosted. Either or any of those will give you some immune protection. And then also, I'd like to add, you know, Dr. Right. Catherine was talking about in the infect, how many people would be infected with Omicron. With Delta, it was like one person would infect six to seven, so almost two times the rate. Got you, got you. But I, I want to stay in that young lady for one quick second uh, that, that said that your daughter caught it. She got it from school. She's the only one that got it. Her sister didn't get it. I didn't get it. And she had, like I said, a headache and a neck ache. That's what prompted us to take her to the emergency room. But what really was alarming to me, she gets tested at school. She got tested Thursday and it was negative. Friday, she was in the ER and she'll be back to school tomorrow. And I didn't get it. And I'm first of all, first of all, how's your daughter doing overall? Is she OK before we stay on this topic too long? No, she is totally fine. She just had a headache. And she had a fever. She spiked the fever of 103. That's what made me take her to the emergency room. Once they brought the fever down, they gave her some IVs and she was fine. Um, she was fine. She's not vaccinated. I'm not vaccinated. Uh, and I'm, I'm grateful. I'm not wanting to get sick. I'm not wanting to have any symptoms, but I'm just uh, her brother had um, had. Uh, got vaccinated. Her brother's 26. He got vaccinated. He he was sick for about a week where he couldn't even go to work. And he was vaccinated. And I'm not saying, you know, I don't know what's going on. I'm just asking because this is just really weird. I mean, you know what? No... Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. You know, I, I think it's a complex situation and I think it's really tough for anybody. This is just my opinion. I think it's even tough for a medical doctor to really state an absolute on that because we just don't know. I was in Miami. Uh, what is your name? So I don't keep saying miss. Kelly. What is your name? The lady Kelly. was speaking. Kelly, Kelly. 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 I was in Miami and several of my friends, uh, they came back with COVID and I was around them the whole time uh, in the car with them, you know, around them every single day. And fortunately, I didn't, I didn't catch it. So I've heard many cases uh, like that where a friend of mine, he's a fighter. He's in very good shape when I say, you know, real shape where he goes and gets tested because he has to compete. So his whole family caught it, but he didn't. And he stay, he didn't, he didn't quarantine or anything. Five people in his house caught it, but he didn't catch it. But he also never gets sick. So it, it's um it's interesting. And so you're you're fortunate. Can I ask her a question, please? Go ahead. Hey Kelly, um, if you don't mind me asking, um, are they requiring you to present a negative test for her to go back to school? That's my first question. And my second question is, um, do your daughter's school require masks? And was there an outbreak? No, you said it was, she was the only one, but do they require masks at her school? 
So they don't require a negative test um, if she doesn't have symptoms and they do require masks. Um, I guess they counted the days that she was out and um, they just don't require masks. I mean, they require masks, but they don't require a negative test. Um, They don't require a negative test if she doesn't have symptoms, but they will be testing them tomorrow anyway, which is Thursday, where they get tested every week. Thank you. And it really... Okay. Would anybody else... One quick... Go ahead. It, it, it really shocked the hell out of me because we get messages that somebody, staff or student, tested positive in the school, right? But when I dug deeper into the letter, it has all of the elementary schools. It's a general message that they send out every day. But they don't, like when I found out that she had it, I immediately messaged the school on, on um, Monday to let them know. Well, actually, Friday night, um, I, we have Dojo, which is the messenger. And they said, thank you for letting them know. But I just don't understand why they're testing them every week if they're not letting people know somebody in your student's classroom or in your bus or cafeteria, like n- narrow it down a bit, not just say somebody in the whole freaking school tested positive. Okay. Yeah, so my daughter, she I have a school-aged daughter too, Kelly, and... um. So far, she's received 12 COVID exposure letters. Um, so I definitely, she has never caught it. Um, thank, you, thank, you, thank you, Lord. Um, but she has received 12 COVID exposure letters and her school require math. Um, so I, I, they break it down to the classroom. Um, and, you know, it's a process of elimination with who don't come to school the next day. But I definitely understand what you're saying. Um, are you comfortable with sending your daughter back to school? Um, you know what I'm saying? So fast? Or do you I, I'm think not comfortable, not but she's going crazy. And at this point, it's like she's going she's going to go crazy in the house or she's going to school. So she's got to go to school. And the reason why I ask that I is do. because I know a few, a few of my daughter friends that felt that way. And they went to school still COVID positive and they spread it to other kids. That's what made me ask you that question. No, I don't. Um, I don't feel comfortable with it. I'm not even sure why they're not requiring it, but I'm going to require the test anyway. But this is just, you know, this is what. What do you tell your kids? They feel fine. They you can't go to school. You know, it, it's just like I don't want to give her stigmatism behind it. She has to live and continue to live. And you know, I just don't know what to do about this whole situation at this point. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, we're in some. Can I, we're in some. Can I jump? In? We're in some tough times. You're, you're in the matrix. You're in the matrix. One second. I want to do a quick ten-second commercial break. Once again, I want to welcome everybody to the all-new debate, the news. We do this five days a week, where we come in here and we put up various topics. And if there's a topic that you guys or you guys and ladies and gentlemen would like to speak about, you know, we can talk about it. You got some, you know, that pops up, some breaking news. Let us know. We can just dr- jump right onto that topic. Do me a favor. Follow the, the club, debate the news. Follow my man, Jonathan Bing. Follow myself and whatever other moderators that you decide you want to follow. Follow them. Now, is there anybody else that would like to jump in on this topic? If so, speak your name and it's your stage for like 30 seconds. Hey, Jerry, it's April again. I wanted to say that although I think I was sick with COVID when I spoke earlier about it, I really believe that being boosted 
like I was before the holiday season really helped me. I don't know what shape I would have been in without my booster, honestly, the way that felt. But what about the people that were not boosted and they caught it and they were still okay? So it may not have just been because of the booster. I just have to throw that oh, out there. I'm just saying, it may not I'm just, just saying for me in my case, I have several comorbidities due to my health situation. So I'm just speaking for me as a person who has other issues. I'm not the healthiest person out there. All I'm saying, that's, I, I'm with Jonathan, Jonathan on thinking that my booster really did help me personally. I'm not speaking for anyone else. Thanks. Okay. I, I didn't. I didn't get a chance to get my booster yet, man. And um, I want my booster. And I, I know you guys think that sounds crazy. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. Like you, it's like a brat. I want my I booster. Mind yeah. too, John. I yes, mind I know it sounds crazy to a lot of people, but I want my damn booster. I really do. <laughs> you know, and um, Jonathan, I need your damn address so I can see. <laughs> I, I need you and Jonathan a package no, of what I give everybody. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll, I'll take science, aka medicine. That's All right, right Jonathan, I'm gonna convince you one day. No, why no, can't you? No. Why can't you just say I want my shot instead of saying I want my booster? It sounds like a booster chair for a baby. No, but because I, I definitely, I definitely do want my booster. I, I think that it gives me the best chance. <laughs> I can't on yours. It gives me the best chance, man. I, that's just me. You know, I, I believe I'm a believer. You know, um, once again, uh, the same people that got us through polio, the same people that got us through smallpox, all that other stuff. You know, the same people that got us through all. That's the same people. That's handling this. Okay. I understand it's been a lot more politicized uh, than it was back then. So they like 200 okay. years old. They like 200 years old. So it's the, it's the same U.S. government. <laughs> but what, what, what I'm saying to you is I understand it's been a lot more politicized, but uh, I'm going to tell you something. I, I bet on, I, I'm going to bet on a team that has a winning record. Okay. And uh, we've had uh, many other pandemics uh, prior to this, several other pandemics prior to this. And, and uh, our country's still standing. So I'm gonna bet. I'm gonna side with the winning team. I'm gonna hedge uh, my bets and go with the winning team. That's just me. So uh, that's that's where I'm at with it. And um, so you know, I know a lot of people want to disagree with me on that, but that's just uh, for me. It's not an option. Uh, first chance I get to get that first chance I get to get my booster, I'm definitely gonna take it. Okay. Hey guys, this is Mila. Um, I just want to share my perspective. I caught COVID. Um, I actually have it right now and I'm asymptomatic. I probably had like symptoms of a cold for two days. My husband um, got more sick. He had more of a flu. He got the he got the jab because he's an immigrant and he had to get it for his green card. But um, me and my daughter, my daughter has no symptoms. Um, she's two, so she can't speak, but she can't tell me how she feels, but she's she's fine and I'm fine. Uh, the only reason why I took the, the test is because my husband got positive and he wanted me to take the test and I took it just to appease him. But um, I didn't take the shot. I'm not going to and I'm completely fine. That's my story. So you you your husband does have it, though. He he, I mean, he got vaccinated. Yeah, he got vaccinated and he had yeah, okay. the worst. What do you think about this? I got a question. What do you think about the the where they're allowing kids to get vaccinated? Are you going to get your two year old vaccinated? Hell no, never. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, John. My, my question, because you said uh, you know um, you know because uh, you're speaking with some certainties. You're like you know you're not vaccinated. Your daughter's not vaccinated. Even though your daughter can't speak, uh, you believe that she's fine. Uh, and I get it. Uh, we we're we're all allowed to have our own beliefs, but um, you you truly believe you're sitting here saying that your husband had it the worst 
and, and not thinking that your husband probably would have had it worse had he not been vaccinated. And that's the part that troubles me about that statement because in your mind, you're speaking absolutely. And guess what? And I get it. You're, you're not here telling anyone not to get vaccinated. So I can't really debate with you or argue with you because that's, that's your right. Uh, but you know, uh, the only thing I, I, I guess I personally, uh, would take, uh, I guess, um, I don't need to offense. I, homage with it is the fact that you, you're, you're saying that, uh, that because you didn't get the vaccinated, I think the vaccine that you are handling COVID a lot better than your husband who is vaccinated and data actually shows quite the opposite. I yelled. She didn't say, she didn't say that Jonathan. She did say that. Did you say that? Did you say that you, that you're handling a lot better than your husband? Did you say that? I've been in these rooms. I know how y'all spend the words. No, 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 ma'am. One second, ma'am. Did you or did you not say that your husband's vaccinated and he was forced to be vaccinated because he, he's an immigrant and he had to get his green card? I said yes, that, no. yes. Yes, she did. Okay, no, Jerry, that's the between she and I, okay? You also said that you're not vaccinated and your daughter's not vaccinated and out of everyone uh, and the family between the three of you, your husband got the sick, uh, got sick, uh, was the sickest, correct? Even though all three of you guys were positive, correct? Facts. Okay, facts, okay? And then you also said, I hell no, I would never take that. Correct? Facts. That was your words. Yeah, I wouldn't take it. Okay, so you, and so once again, uh, you you led the audience to believe, correct? And you believe, you yourself believe actually. Let's just go, let, let's, you yourself believe that you, you fared better because you weren't vaccinated, correct? I'm not saying that at all because I don't know. I'm just stating the facts. <laughs> Okay. Boy, she, 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 we, Jonathan, she, 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 she was there. She knew, she knew that she said it, but that's good. I'm, I'm glad that you don't know. And I, I, that, that's an acceptable answer. I can't debate with acceptable answers. Absolutely. Well, I don't like something she said. I don't like something she said. Wait, wait one second. She said, she said that she's, um, she knows the room. Like if, if you, if, let me say something about the room. If you feel a certain way, stick your chest out. You're, you know, that's, that, that's what yeah, you she know, doesn't like, know this room. This is, this room is, uh, three days three old. Three days old. <laughs> <laughs> Three days old, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, Miss, Miss, um, I, like once again, I, I don't know your name, but the one who's speaking about her, her, you and your husband. Did you, Mila. did you have anything else, Mila? Did you have anything else you want to add? No. Nope. Can I ask you a question? You be totally honest. Sure. Between me and you, nobody else is listening. Do me a favor, everybody on the stage, please mute your ears for a second. Okay, done. I just got, done. I got a back done. channel. Everybody said done, Jerry. Be honest. Did you kind of think that because you wasn't vaccinated, that's why you did better? Did you did you honestly think that at some point? Be honest. To be honest, I have no clue. I literally don't. Good I'm, answer. <laughs> Good I have answer. no idea. I try to Good take answer. care of myself. She, I have no idea. Good answer. <laughs> because I was going to tear that ass up. I uh, know. She, she, that, see, <laughs> that, that's not fair. That's Good not answer. fair. She knew that. Wait, okay. One that's more question. One, one more question. This is the last question. Did you, do you believe... That Jonathan would have tore that ass up if you'd have said something different. Jonathan's always ready to tear that ass up. See? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so look, I got your answer now. You you can DM it to me. I got her answer, Jonathan. Oh, that was that was that was funny. Uh, did you land your plane, Miss? Yes, sir, Jerry. I landed my plane. Miss, Miss, Miss. Miss Mila. Miss Mila, how's your husband doing? By the way, is he okay? He's better. He's better. He's still got a cough, but I'm glad to hear that. Okay, good, good. Thank you, thank you. Okay, it's interesting. It's interesting, Jonathan. It's this, this. Um, I'm a little confused. Like I said, when when I found out about Omicron, 
we, we did a room I heard some doctors say, and it was some very good news to me. It seemed like the majority of the cases was going to be Omicron. And it seems like based on the data at the time, that it was more like a cold. But now I'm starting to hear. No, nah, you know, I, I never heard that, Jerry. I don't think well, I, I got to stop you. Uh, I, I don't think anyone said that except for some of the uh, anti-vaxxers. I don't think any of the doctors has ever came out and said they expected it to be more like a cold. Uh, they said that it's, it uh, it appears to be based off of the data. And then they also qualified that data by saying that uh, the people over there were younger, uh, a younger population than our population that's here in the U.S. So they did qualify that statement as well. And then they also said that, you know, uh, and I think Dr. Copeland actually said. He said that, it. He said it. No, 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 Dr. Copeland's here. Dr. Copeland actually said that. We get we can't tell, and he can speak for himself. We can't tell yet because don't that lead him. You're not, leading it. Oh, you're leading him. Oh, okay. Well, he I, well, he, well, he, I know what he said. It. He said because I got it from him because I steal I, people shit all the time. So, so no, I, 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 repeat, I repeat exactly what I said because I was. I remember I was arguing with Grant. Y'all, but, 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 but before you say, it, I got one question. Go ahead. And and go ahead, go ahead, tell yeah. me, if you, tell me, tell me if you remember this. I could be wrong, but I don't think I'm wrong. Do you trying to frame? Let the man. Let the man. Let the man talk. <laughs> Dr. Copeland, let, stop, Dr. stop framing. And let the man talk. Hey, you know, Jerry, a master framer. You know that, Doctor Copeland. Do you recall? I will not frame it. I will not use a framing effect. I'm gonna say just regular. Do you recall hearing some doctors say that it appeared that it was not as bad Omicron and it was kind of more like a kind of cold and flu sort of? Did you ever hear a doctor say that when it first no, came out? No, I heard neither Grant. myself. I heard Grant and Brian say that, and I and I debated them back when we were in the Million Man Marathon. Uh, if y'all recall, uh, uh, Grant and Brian were saying that it was mild and it was good mm -hmm. news, and I and I was explaining to Grant, even though he cut me off halfway through. If y'all recall the bullet analogy I was trying to use, where I was mm -hmm. saying you got a fifty caliber bullet, you got five fifty caliber bullets on the table. Fifty caliber bullet is a big bullet; it can it can blow an engine block out, right? But on the other side, you got a hundred nine millimeters and nine millimeters of weaker bullets, but you got more of them. That's kind of like Omicron. Omicron has a like like as far as the virus itself, it is it is less deadly than Delta. But the problem is it's four times as contagious. Omicron is the most contagious respiratory virus in the Earth's history. That is not hyperbole. That is the R not is ten. R not is how many people one person can infect. One person with Omicron can infect 10 people. That's Damn. what makes it so deadly. Yo, That's what second, makes it so deadly. Hold on, Dr. Copeland, let me let you finish. Guys, Dr. Copeland wasn't even here when Dr. Captain was dropping that earlier, first and foremost. So another doctor came in with that R naught and said the same damn thing, basically. Secondly, Dr. Copeland, you said that weeks ago, uh, over a month ago probably, uh, and I was in the room when you used that bullet analogy, and they laughed at you. He did. He, they, they laughed did. at you. Okay, and, and and it turned out, I mean, prophetic. You know what I'm saying? It's like you, 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 you what you said, because it, that's what's going on. Because at that time, the deaths hadn't started to pile up, and people were like not one person had died. Like, what are you talking about? And then people start I saying, keep "I'm upon having killed one person." You have heard that? Wait one second. I got to keep it one hundred, Doctor Copeland. I got to keep it one hundred. I hope you, you may not be ready for this, and don't be mad at me, Doctor Copeland. But that's exactly what he said, and I remember it verbatim. And I cannot believe you remember, Doctor Copeland. How the heck did you remember it? That word for word, when you use that nine millimeter analogy, 
back then, I, I remember it. So you did say that. So my bad, Dr. Copeland did not say what oh, I no, Oh, no, said. you good, you good. No, you good, but like, no, yeah, no. Yeah, we got to stop good. these moderators for lying on these doctors. You know okay. what I'm saying, Dr. Copeland? That's all, man. Come on, that's good. Y'all know it's all good. That's all good. But that's crazy. Dr. Copeland, you did call it back then. He did say, he did say it's going to be, you know, because a nine millimeter will kill you. A 50 cal just needs one, you know, will go through an engine block, but that nine millimeter will still tear your ass up. So I get it. But um, I don't know. Yeah. Dr. Copeland, did you land? Oh, no, no, I landed. I, I, yeah, I, was just, I was just backing up what Jonathan was saying. He's 100% correct. Uh, uh, South Africa had a much younger population. We couldn't attribute the numbers to us because they had a much younger population. And it was just different, you know, and, and this is going to be impressive. Th these, these numbers are going to be impressive that we see in the next six months. It's going to be, and people think that it's over. This is going to be the worst phase we've had yet because of how contagious it is. It's going to so get you're worse. Saying, wait a minute. You're saying it's going to get worse? Oh, Dr. Copeland, I hope you're wrong. You're saying today on this stage, February 2nd, 2022, on the third day of Debate the News, you're saying it's going to get worse. I believe so, yeah. I think it's going to get worse because, again, it's going to get worse before it gets better because it's so contagious. Like, the R naught of Delta was four. It was four. This The R naught of this is 10. You see what, what I'm saying? R, it's 10 to 16. R, 10, 10 to 16. Correct. So R naught is the amount of people that one person can infect. So one person with Delta could infect four people. One person with Omicron can infect 10 to 16 people by themselves, right? To put that in perspective, the common cold R0 is like three. The R0 of uh, Ebola is like two. R0 of influenza is like four. The R0 of Omicron is 10 to 16. It is ridiculous. How you know what I'm going to do, Dr. Copeland? Barbara, you know what I'm going to do? I don't know if you're on the stage, Barbara. Let me tell you what I'm going to do. I ain't leaving my damn house for like 16. I'm not leaving my damn house. Y'all got me want. Y'all got me want to put some damn plastic. Uh, I want to put some plastic on. A, no, I'm gonna put some plastic on the outside of my house. I'm gonna get some contracts and be like, put some plastic and some damn. I don't know. This is crazy. Six, ten to but sixteen. Jay, why are you scared? Why are you scared though? Because uh, remember last two weeks there was this simulation in the US that gave two ends of fatality. So they, they predicted that by, um, I think, um, sometime in March, April, U.S. may likely record 50,000 deaths at the low end, then at the extreme, 350,000, something like that. So basically, it's just what it is when it comes to the prediction, actually. But the only way to actually mitigate that is first and foremost to deploy the non-pharmaceutical interventions, which is your face mask, um, social distancing, and whatever you then you get your vaccines, then you get the boosters as well, then you do the best, the bit you can do to ensure Dr. Peter, I respect yeah. that. Here's the thing I need your help with to help me understand, and, and I appreciate you, you know I respect you just like I do all the other doctors, you know that. But um, is it... Then why'd you have to frame it? Is it, is it... Can, Barbara, Barbara, will you help me? <laughs> Barbara, can I talk? Ryan, you know I'm leaving the room. I'm, I'm right leaving. here, I'm right here. I'm just packing my bags. Oh, I gotta get out of town. Down. What's up? <laughs> Hey, Jonathan, can I ask a quick question to you? I'm about to start my own club. Hey, everybody, I'm about to start wait, a club. Wait, how can I back you up here? Listen, hey, Jerry. Yeah. No, Barbara. Hey, what? everybody. I'm, I'm packing my bag, too. <laughs> I'm packing my bag, too. I'll see you there. Okay, listen, Dr. Peter. Check it out, Dr. Peter. Um, this is my only confusion, and I am totally, you know me, I'm, I'm neutral, but my confusion is this. The vaccine currently 
are they finding it to be as effective on Omicron as it was for what is initially made for? Because this is a serious question where I'm a student and I'm trying to be educated. I'm not trying to be a jerk. Please, I'm Daniel. Wait, when do I get to pipe in on all this? Let me say this last well, I don't part. Want to be then, doctor, but go no, ahead. I, I, I'm gonna say this. Then you, then you, you could pipe in with your, with your, um, nah, with wait, your wait, Doctor No, you ask Doctor Peter. Doctor Peter got to answer that question first. So should I this go for it? No, no. So, 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 watch this. I'm, 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 I'm Daniel, and you're Mr. Miyagi. So, Mr. Miyagi, I don't. I thought this vaccine was created for a previous version of it. How is it so effective on a new version that didn't exist when they created the vaccine? Um, be- Doctor, yeah, because Peter. so basically, when it comes to the sequence you have, when it comes to the region, someone's mic is on. Mo- moderators, please help out. Moderators, please help out. I'm looking. Yeah. So first and foremost, we know that we've got um, the particular sequence we use for the development of the vaccines, uh, which is from the one we had from the Wuhan. So this is um, the Wuhan strain. But the thing is, if um, the genome, that is the makeup of the virus, is still more relative to what it was back in the days, you still have a fair um, antibody with the capability to neutralize all of this um, virus once you get exposed. Okay. Now, it comes to the. Okay. Should I go on? Oh yeah, yeah. Go on. Go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You disagree. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when it comes to the level of immunity, do not just focus on just the antibody. There are other layers of immunity. You have your T cells. You have um, your neutralizing antibodies as well. So these are other layers you need to look into. Now, how effective are the vaccines even to this very moment with Omicron? So I'm going to point you down to the UK. Despite we're having is a kind of a relatively high number when it comes to cases in the UK, that particular number is not correlative to the numbers we are seeing when it comes to fatality, when it comes to hospitalization, and when it comes to um, severity as well. And when it comes to the level of vaccination in the UK, for people who have received first and second dose, I think we sit somewhere around 68 to 70 percent of the population. Now, as at the time we roll out the boosters, as at the last time I checked, about a week ago, we've administered more than 15 million per dose to people who are eligible in the UK. So it means that because of the high rate of vaccinations in the UK, we are actually still holding our ground when it comes to the three parameters that were set out initially when it comes to the clinical trials, which is the fatality rate, hospitalization and the level of severity so we have high numbers but these high numbers are not translated to those three parameters when it comes the to only the only well. and i appreciate that and i'm gonna go barbara you're gonna jump in but this is my only confusion this is the only thing that messes me up with that i don't see how they can get such accurate data to make the absolutes about what did this did that 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 it just seems like i don't know i'm, I'm really confused about that but let me think about that for a second barbara are you still in the Ooh. building barbara Yes, I'm here. Go, go, go ahead and, and, and pull out your horn or your saxophone or your, no, your trumpet. Go ahead. <laughs> you know, listen, I think these are important conversations, but I stay in the space of um, basic fundamental human rights and people having the right to choose whether they do this vaccine or not. And I think this information is very fluid. What we're saying so emphatically and with such confidence and authority it's really, it's a moving, it's a moving target. And listen, I'm vaccinated. My kids are naturally immunized. 
Um, I just think everybody deserves the right to choose to protect themselves as they deem appropriate. And I think the demonization of the unvaccinated needs to stop. That's all. That's the only space I really, I wish to speak on. I'm done speaking. Barbara hasn't warmed up yet. Give her 10 minutes, guys. <laughs> I can't. I'm too bad. I'm going to Miami. Uh, the, the weather's I mean, I mean, I actually agree. I actually yeah. agree with her. I agree with Barbara as well. Said that. Was that yeah, I mean, it's not a political, you know, that? like, because again, your best friend, your best friend, Dr. Copeland. Well, because, because again, we agree. I'm going to pass out. <laughs> no, no, because again, no, but if you say something that's rational, I'm going to agree with it. If you, everybody has the right you know, to, to have the right to choose. I don't disagree with that. That's a, like a political point. And it's not a, it's not wrong or right. It's a political point. People say, hey, listen, I don't want to take it because of X, Y, Z. That, that's, that's a lot more, man. That, that's fine. It's what it is, what it is. The point Three is, seconds. is that it's not about demonization. You never heard me say, yeah, you should lock up unvaccinated people. Turn it out. Now, with that being said, my personal opinion is if, you, if you're unvaccinated and you get sick, you shouldn't trust the medical science then either. But uh, aside from that, you know, if, if you're saying I have a right to choose and I should not be uh, punished for that, I'll go along with that. that. You know, I mean, you have to deal with the consequences as well. But from a, if we're talking purely political, you know, I agree that you never heard me say anything about mandates. I don't speak on politics like that. I mean, that's fine. People have the right to debate that. There's no problem with that. And I do. I don't disparage vaccines. I just think that we need to be in this space very respectful that there's a lot that we don't know. And there are possibilities. Remember, again, I'm vaccinated. I am just pro-informed consent. And, you know, it's funny that you said that, Dr. Copeland, because you jumped down my throat last night because I was trying to clarify some things that were going on. And I, so I, I'm like blown away. OK, so can we be friends? Like, have we... Are we going to be friends? Like, agree to disagree for ninety percent? But we be friends. Why no, I mean, no. But you know, what you said, what you said just now was rational. Like, the, the problem is, is that Dr. Copeland. Dr. Copeland, you didn't let that brother, I brother, you didn't let that breathe. I did. This is Dr. No, Dr. Copeland. She just said she want to be friends. What is wrong with you, brother? Ship is about to sail. Dr. Copeland, we got this. Is major. Okay, everybody's and Dr. Major. Copeland. Yo, I'm gonna tell you, he's the re yo, Dr. Copper, uh, Copeland is that that doctor that is like, yo, <laughs> he's, he's the militant yes. doctor. He's like, nah, we ain't being friends. I heard other shit you said. <laughs> is this where we scream my volunteers' tribute or <laughs> no, no, go ahead, go ahead, Dr. Uh, Copeland. No, I was just gonna say, like, I don't, I don't disagree for the sake of being a contrarian, right? If you say something that's rational and I agree with it, I'm gonna say, yeah, I agree with that. What you just said, I agree. People definitely can debate as to whether or not the mandates are whatever they are. I, I have no problem with that. You have never, you cannot find a replay of me saying, yeah, the mandates are running out. I've never spoken on the mandates, ever. I speak on the efficacy and the science. I never talk about the politics. People are free to debate the point if they like. That's fine. I have no problem with that. I can say for sure Cope has never spoke on that because he's military and they cannot. Yep, I never speak on it. I keep it to myself. Appreciate that. Appreciate hey, that. Hey, one sec. One, 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 I've, I've, never, I've, never, I've never had, uh, I've never honestly had dialogue with Dr. Copeland until last night, which was trying to find clarity between 
some miscommunication about the mRNA LMNOP. I, we didn't understand what there was a question asked, and that was all there was it. That all that's all that happened. Next thing you know, he's calling me grandma or mama, or I don't know what that was, but oh, I remember I, that. Yeah, I do I'm like <laughs> what just went down, but I've never we've never debated, so you don't know if I say something irrational or not, which I I honestly don't think I bring irrational concepts to this conversation. I think I really do say in the space of um, people's basic fundamental rights are at stake and that the unvaccinated are being mistreated. And listen, I sent it to Jerry last night. My kids are segregated at school and treated like second class citizens. Like it's not a joke how we're treating people and we're giving authority to the vaccinated to mistreat the vaccine. I'm not saying everyone's taking it, but people are. The administrators are brutal to the unvaccinated and they publicly humiliate them. And it's it's really tough. Like I know one girl, she's like, forget it. I'm done. I'm going to get the vaccine, not because I want it, but I want this abuse to stop. And I think that tyranny is really where uh, that's a hill I'll die on. And again, well, I'm, what does it mean? Mind you, Barb, does it remind you of anything? I'm not going to start there because we got hot. No, I'm not talking about that. <laughs> I know. I was just saying, what does it remind? Like, because what reason I'm saying that is to me, uh, you know, I think so, most of the steps that has been taken has been reasonable. That's just to me. Okay. Uh, because Not if your kid is being. A, well, I'll let you finish. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. No. No. Go ahead. Go ahead. I no. just think what go. people don't understand is that is what is the reality of what is going on. And you know, my kids can't even go in the, to the Holocaust Survivor Museum. They have full-on natural immunities. We are direct descendants of Holocaust survivors, and we grew up with my grandparents who said, "You make a promise to us, never forget." And yet we go to the Holocaust Survivor Museum, and they're like. Uh, only the vaccinated welcome. Yet we have full immunities technically. And the only people that can spread a virus are those with the virus. So if my kids don't have a virus, why are they being punished and treated like second class citizens? So well, well, Jonathan, I, I can, do you understand? Actually, a quick question? A quick question. Yeah. Yes, of course. Okay. In Europe, your kids will be considered uh, vaccinated or, or immune. <laughs> yeah. Th that's what I'm saying. That's the laws over there. That's not the laws here. Well, I so think that's that's what I'm talking about right. because there there's different. So we're we're at different. I mean, you know, we're we're in different places. But I, I'm glad you brought the Holocaust up because I wanted to ask you a question. This is and you brought it up timely. Whoopi Goldberg. All right, uh, she was suspended today for two weeks, uh, and she said that uh, Judaism. Oh well, Jew, Jews. Judaism, uh, yeah, that's Judaism. fine. Judaism. Yeah. Because I, I think just saying Jews are offensive. I, just just me, I don't know. Um, no. Um, You're good. Our, our, um, it's not a race. I got and you. So, yeah. So, so I want I, I, I want to know, that was a clarification because the, what, what we've been taught and, and because when I heard that, and, and maybe I still have some growth to do as well, and, and this is probably more so for my growth at this point, um to uh, you know to anyone that uh that's practicing uh, that uh that's jewish um because to we were taught that judaism is a, a religion not a race and so uh, i'm just trying that because that's something that could have very easily trapped me up as well not trapped me up but i would have said and i would have stood on it and i would probably bet a ten thousand i probably been flying back down to florida again giving granted another ten thousand dollars <laughs> if i bet it because i would have bet it on that as well yeah not for any bias or, or prejudice just our ignorance because based on yeah. how we're taught in school 
and how as a mortgage person, a financial person, when I fill out the yeah. Humda, okay, and I ask about race and everything else, you know, it, it does, doesn't have Jewish. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm asking. I'm going to say this, and I think it's a really good conversation, and I feel like it's it, we're, everyone treads so lightly when we are in the space that's being um, dissected. So I appreciate you bringing it up, and I, I think it, it shows great character. Um, I'm going to be honest. I don't think she should have been suspended. I don't think she did it with malice or intention to hurt, and I think constantly um, – using these opportunities to wield authority instead of taking a moment to teach um, is just making our society more ignorant, polarized, and fearful. It is just adding to, I don't wanna say this, and I don't wanna say that, and I don't wanna not be friends with them, but I'm scared to be friends with them. And I think instead of using the opportunity to to teach us, and I'm not gonna but, but lie. The, the bar, let me just say something, Barb, because what, what I'm trying to I figure out. Find, uh, I didn't uh, find so it the suspension, there's a suspensions, no, I know that. The suspension is another uh, issue that we're gonna uh, tackle shortly. but. I really, for my education, probably for uh, a lot of people in here, education, based on what the school system has taught us, I mean, uh, is it a race? Because I, I just, I, I want to know. I would love to speak yeah, on this Yeah, me too. Me too. Yes. Joanne, Tira. Okay, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to do this, John, then I'm going to pass the mic and I just. No, no, no. I, I want to, I want you to hear on it. Uh, and then we're going to, because everyone else get, uh, because we open it up with you and you actually bridge the gap to this and we're going to go back to uh we can go back and talk about uh all the, the numbers and all that other stuff later on in terms of uh omicron but this is uh big news uh it, it's much bigger news than a lot of people are aware of you know uh because people are literally literally like trying to figure it out you know and uh you know we because and, and maybe and, and once again i'm not comparing anything maybe that's how Others feel when I guess something of race uh, is discussed because uh, maybe that's what we I, I don't know I, and that it puts a lot of confusions in me. That's and all. I, I what I like about this conversation I will pass this mic around because I think this doesn't belong just to me. This more people can dive in, but see this is where I think we're misstepping as a society as we're just not saying hey listen Whoopi you got that one wrong and we look at her intentionality. I don't think she had malice and I don't think she was trying to offend the Jews or anybody else. I think it was just she didn't know any better and you know what we had something on this app and I'm not going to bring it up but you know somebody like you took one of my friends to church on it, but he didn't do it with malice or, or bad intent. It was just not knowing. And instead of creating opportunities to learn, we create opportunities to tear another person down. And I think that's a mistake. I think if we look at intentions and we move in that space, we're much safer. I just, I think it moves into fear of like, yeah, I'm but, always but scared but to Barbara, Barbara, yeah. I guess what I'm trying to learn is about the race thing. Okay. I don't I, have the right answer to that. I'm going to be honest. I, I'd okay. rather somebody gotcha. else. And, and, yeah, and that's what I, and guess what, Barbara, yeah. and that's that, and, and that speaks to your journalism integrity. And, and that's, I just wanted to know. So uh, I guess there's others that wanted to speak on it as well. Uh, that's, you know, that's what I, I guess as a, as a person of color, as a black man, because I, I, like I said, I think I would have made the same error and not because of the fact that I, you know, am, am have any bias because I don't, but because of just educationally what I've been taught. Terry, you, you said you wanted to jump in yeah, on this. Yeah. Okay. So I actually agree with Barbara that she should not have been suspended. I do not think it came from a 
place of a bad place and I think she apologized and I think that's good and we should be using it as a teaching moment. The reason why what she said was incorrect, which I think is your question, Jonathan, she said the Holocaust wasn't based on race. Now, if you look at what Hitler said, okay, and going back as far as 1919, which was his first letter on anti-Semitism, I think, he said, the Jews are a race, not a religious community. In fact, they are a racial tuberculosis. And that's how the that was what his his particular view was that the Jews were a race and he was going to eradicate that particular race as well as the Romas and other people um, because they, they were basically def defiling the Aryan race. So that's what she was wrong about. It, it is historical context that she did that she sort of lacked. I think if you ask Jews today what they are, you're going to get a lot of different answers. I've been on these hallways today, and I personally think that I'm Jewish and I'm white. Um, other people think that, 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 and I don't think of the Jews necessarily as a race, okay? Other people have said the Jews are a race. Other people have said Jews are not a race. Some person said Jewish was an ethnicity. Another guy said, no, it's a tribal community. So I think there is a, you, you know, you're not wrong in the sense that it is somewhat confusing, but if you look at it historically, Hitler identified them as a race to be exterminated. It's Tira, thanks. Well, hold on a second. How can you use Hitler as an example? How yes. can you use Hitler as the definer of ethnicity, race, whatever? You're talking about Hitler. No, I, I, I mean, uh, where, whether you think Whoopi Goldberg was wrong or right to start the argument with, well, Hitler said, that no, is no, 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 no. Let me just say this. Let me just say this. If you go to Ethiopia, you will find black Jews. If you go to any place in Europe, you'll find plenty of white Jews. And while they may not be as prevalent in Asia, you will find Asian Jews. Mm. So for a person to say this wasn't about race, that isn't incorrect. And for her to have been suspended, it shows more of the flexing of power that Barbara was speaking of than it does an environment where there was learning. No, this didn't come from a place of malice from Whoopi Goldberg. And if you believe that she misspoke, maybe you believe she misspoke, but to suspend her for two weeks, it was completely inappropriate and it is a flex of power. And what it's it is, is it's saying, don't you dare speak in any way in which we feel uncomfortable. It's, it's, it's almost as if when you say, I don't want any harm to come to the Jewish people, nor do I want any harm to come for to the Palestinian people. You can't even say I wish well for Palestine without being thought of as automatically anti-Semitic. That is what was wrong with, with what happened to Whoopi Goldberg. And might I just say, my name is Simone Labouche. I'm an up and coming YouTuber and it's these type of conversations and these type of discussions, which I hope to be hosting on my show. Thank you so much for allowing and me. And Simone, 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 I see you running that mouth, huh? Yes, running that mouth. Yeah, yeah, that's you, what yo, I you gotta love Simone, man. Simone, that's right. That's that why I threw that plug. Yo, Simone, <laughs> love it. You see how I threw that but plug? Let's, to you? let's, let's <laughs> what, 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 what she uh, said was yeah, important. I, I want, I want someone to respond. I, I want to respond a little bit. I, I actually said, I said that I don't think she should have been suspended. What I was trying to identify is, in the view of the people who started the Holocaust, it was based on race. Okay. Now, I don't, do, do I agree with Hitler? No. Do I think Hitler should be, you know, cited as any, I'm just sort of saying from an historical standpoint, she was wrong about the motivations behind what was going on, okay? 
and I don't, I don't, I'm not actually answering the question of what are the Jews, right? What actually are the Jews? Because as I said, I think Jews themselves have a difference of opinion. Okay, so thanks. Tira. Tara, I, I, I don't think I can understand what you're saying because I think I understand what you're saying. Man, one second, I'm gonna let you go because I, I want to because I, I spent I, I geek out on stuff like this, uh, and I spent a lot of time and everywhere I looked, everything the definition of race never included uh, Judaism. And that's, you know, uh, where I'm confused because if I had said that, I, I think I could have been terminated if I was employed and, and I, I was terminated by common, I guess, what it would be common information, common, common knowledge that to us. We Yes, I know the Holocaust happened. I know that uh, the Jews, uh, that there was an extermination plan for the Jewish uh, population. I, I'm aware of that, and, and I appreciate all that, and I'm and I think everything that happened was just uh, horrible. But when I spoke, if someone asked me was that about race, from my experience, and, and once again, you know, in my experience, and it's and, and it's not and not not even trying to hurt another group of people, and my understanding, you know, and everything that I was taught, you know, and, and mostly by. You know, uh, school systems that was ran by uh, uh, people of uh, you know Jewish descent and everything else uh, descent. That you know, uh, race is very clearly defined, and 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 then it's religion, and even like I said, and when we're doing like I have to keep excellent records, you know, and because I can't discriminate on the basis of uh, race, religion, national origin, family, familiar status, and all this. I I I have to watch that because I own a mortgage company, so. There's nothing, I mean, we, you know, when we ask about race, we ask about uh, ethnicity, uh, Hispanic, non-Hispanic, and we ask uh, black, Asian, you know, you know, and then we, you know, under black, we, you know, African-American, all this other stuff, and then under uh, Asian, we put, you know, uh, different things, but I don't have Judaism under any of that stuff as race, so I just feel that that what happened, you know, once again, is a teachable moment for all of us, because now, and I'm like, okay, Got to be careful about that. But that is something I would have felt I was on solid ground. And it's very, 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 uh, because that that a two-week suspension, I, a three-day suspension, but the two-week was like, no, you did it. You're lucky you weren't fired, okay? And we're going to, uh, and, and now you know. And, well, and, and, and wait, 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 wait. And, and I might add this, and I don't want to stoke the flames, by a, a industry that that is controlled by Jewish people. Keep I it to <laughs> hey, Jonathan, can, no. can I comment on that, Jonathan? Can I comment on that? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, no. But I, now I was talking to my friend Tyra. So I wanted to offer that our understandings of race in 2022, um, we should be mindful. Like that's very different from others' understanding of what race was in the early 1900s, right? And so to Tyra's point, historically, right the motivations behind the Holocaust were because the definition that Hitler at the time was applying to race, right, differed, you know, in some respects from how we might define race in 2022. And so both things can be true. And I also feel like sometimes we lose in this discourse that race is not a neat thing to define. Um, the concept of race outside the United States is very different from what it looks like within the United States. And so 
there are different peoples coming into this discourse with different understandings of race and we shouldn't necessarily discount one over the other but hold space for the fact like there's different perspectives of what race is since it is a social construct there is no neat way of defining it and there are lots of people in the united states that feel like when they fill out the census forms for example or any race-based identification who feel like there aren't sufficient racial categories for them to identify, right? The lack of, you know, Jewish ancestry on these race-based forms doesn't mean that there isn't a Jewish race. It just means that our categorization isn't sufficient for all peoples. And I can respect that, but it's Christianity, once again, and, and listen to me, I, I get what what's being said. And I understand the Hitler component, but because someone incorrectly defined what race is, okay? And, and and once again, um, and, and I, you know, I'm going to shut the hell up because I, I don't know if I'm saying something that's offensive. And that's what I'm saying at this point. I'm going to be quiet because all I was trying to really do was trying to find out, you know, how do we differentiate? I, did, I mean, race and religion and how I, I'm going to be quiet because I don't want to get canceled because I'm just I, because I'm genuinely curious and I, I want to learn and actually intellectually, I, I, I feel I need this knowledge. Why would you so think? Why, wait, wait, one second, one second, one second, one second. Listen, listen, listen. One second, please. When 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 I start speaking, please just, Jonathan, you're not going to get canceled because you're honestly seeking some type of knowledge. No, there's can, cancellation isn't even a word that should even come out. You're good. You're good. This is how we all learn. Uh, someone else was trying to speak. But think uh, about it though. You yeah, got yeah, everybody afraid. You got people afraid of being canceled for saying the wrong thing. That, I mean that that right there in the well, well, but do be fair do be fair black people have, have had everyone afraid for years to say the wrong thing so that's why right. I'm like well, so so we can't as we, that's what I'm saying it, it's like it's tricky because as I speak I, I speak from you know as a black person and then I speak taking myself out and looking at, 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 at our situation and, and what we demand and and, and, and I know we don't have much power we don't have much power to have uh say okay where we control the industry but I just wanted to know. I genuinely want to know because I don't want to cross that line. The last thing I ever want to do is offend someone. Me and my buddies, we go out, we play uh, pranks on people all the time while we're out. You know, uh, you know, do all those little crazy pranks like on the phone. Like I'm talking to a, a guy who uh, I was messing around with. I, I guess he, I didn't know he was married and all this stuff. People looking at me like I'm crazy. We do all that stuff. We laugh at people, have a good time. But our one rule is never hurt anyone, okay? Because we, we don't want to hurt anyone. So we go out, we have fun. But the rule is never, and I'm afraid now that I can hurt someone unintentionally, and that's not what I want, and that's why I'm looking for the education. The only so thing the is, Jonathan, I, I got to say this. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, so I'm going to say the way I was taught, right, and, you know, I right. could be wrong, but this is the way I learned it. I learned that people of Jewish, like, ancestry and Jewish faith sit at the intersection of, you know, culture and identity and race and ethnicity, but also religion, right? So there are people who are of Jewish ancestry who are Jewish, right, but they don't necessarily practice Judaism, right they're still jewish and vice versa so i don't think it's as clean cut as sometimes we might think it is or sometimes we may have learned that it is but rather there are people who sit at the intersections of more than one category and that's the way i learned about people of jewish like ancestry and so for me you know it's both a religion right there's judaism the religion but there's also like 
you know, people of Jewish ancestry with cultural norms and practices and music, etc. That's not just their religion. Like it's beyond the religion. Well said. One thing that I'd like to add, add real briefly is this: you got to remember, you can actually convert to become a Jew, a Jew. You can convert to that. So we can't convert from being black or whatever we are, man, woman, whatever we are, born. Just Ra Rachel Doja saw that. Before we start talking about Rachel, can I just add something? One of the problems that I feel that Whoopi Goldberg ran into is her show is an hour long. Each, well, after commercials is about 45 minutes long. Each segment probably gets about seven minutes, if that. Those aren't conversations you want to have in seven, seven minute segments. Those are conversations that need to be longer forums where things can be fully expressed, where a person can say being Jewish isn't a race, it's a religion. And for many, it's also a cultural identity, but being Jewish isn't part of being black, white, or Asian. One of the biggest problems there are these short forms in which we try to have these conversations. Can I just, That's can, a good I, point. can I just say something that's Joanne, just real fast? Uh, of course, Joanne. Okay, Simone, I agree with you. I will outwardly say it. I am Jewish. Hitler's SS headquarters in Paris was my husband's grandmother's house. So I will just land my plane on that. But I also come from South Africa roots. So you are right. You've got Jews all over the place. I am not an Ashkenazi Jew. I am a Sephardic Jew. I don't practice Judaism. I practice God and spirituality. There's my plane. I needed to say it because I did want to go into some of the rooms Tara was in to hear what people are saying. And Jonathan, I never felt we were a race. We are a religion, but we've been, I guess, now someone can kill me, persecuted all over. I mean, my roots came from Spain. We went to, and Africa. We went to France. My grandparents were from Greece. So it, so again, Simone, you got it, or at least I agree with that part. I land my plane. <laughs> thank you, thank you, I appreciate it. Joanne, I want to follow you on social media and everywhere that oh, I can. Oh, you're a sweetheart. I'm going to do All right. the same. Go ahead. Can I speak? Yes, go ahead. Uh, isn't uh, Whoopi Goldberg a Jewish last name? A Jewish name? Yeah. So does that make her a Jew? Does that make her a Jewish? Ish. Great yeah, question. She practices Judaism. She does. She identifies she sure does. as a black Jew. Wait, wait, wait. Wow. If she practices, yes, yeah, she is. Okay. Yes, now she I'm does. even more confused. Yes, she does. No. Wow. Yes, she does. So does Sammy Davis. Yeah, she's been a big advocate for the for Jewish the, community. A long time. Let's bring that up. That's amazing. Wow. That now I'm even more confused. Uh, does anyone have? I mean, yeah. I, I, Bro, once let again, me, let me tap um, real fast. It, it, uh, Tara, I want to have, have you handle this portion of the uh, the conversation to ask the difficult questions because I, I I really want to hear. I want to learn. I want to. This is one of those uh, days when we shut down the room that I feel that where I feel like I walked away and I actually learned something that's going to uh, affect myself and and, and my gener my my future generations because I can educate them as well. I can, no, Jonathan, I, I don't think you, think you did anything wrong. Jonathan, by can I provide some education? 
Sure. No, no, no. There's a person. There's someone else that said Jonathan. Can I? What, that gentleman, that Tara acknowledged. Which? Who? Go ahead. Okay. Well, if you look up Jew, it tells you one who practices Jew. It's, it's Jew is. Uh, if, if you trace your history, I, I know, but we're not using the term Jew. Once again, once again, I once okay. again. Well, no, 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 bro, 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 bro. Slow down. All right, because when I talk, there's no okay and keep going. That's not how we moderate this room. Because until I learn differently, I have been under depression just saying the word Jew is offensive. Okay. And maybe I'm okay, wrong. And that's All I'm right. And, and but so, so when I ask you to respect, you know, if not the Jewish religion, respect me until I find out otherwise, because I, I don't, I don't use that like that. Yes. And I cannot incite you on this part of it. And the correct word for the Jew is Israelite. And you, if you look up Israelite, and I can give you the definition here, a member of the ancient Hebrew nation, especially in the period of when Exodus occurred. And that's the 12 tribe of Israel. And you would fall under one of those sects, the, the tribe of Judah, to be more precise. Uh, anyway, okay. Okay. Right. I don't know what's that. Jonathan, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. He, sir, are you, a, sir are, you a Hebrew, are you a Hebrew Israelite? Sir? I am. I'm an Israelite. No, Dr. Copeland, this is Luis. I am. So I was just answering your question. Okay, got it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay, bet. okay. Okay, okay. Once again, now I got a back channel from someone that says that they're Jewish and the word Jew is offensive to them. Just calling them Jew, and, and just as I suspected. So, yeah, that, that, so we're not, we're going to get away from that. All right. Uh, for this topic. Jonathan, what should we call them then, the, sir? The Jewish people would, exactly. be, would be fine. Okay. Jonathan, you. I don't think anybody should be censored for asking legitimate questions, okay? I don't see any reason why you would be scared. I do think, and you're going to be surprised when I say this, that one of the problems these days is we have to tippy-toe around everything because we're all scared and we all don't know what's the right thing to say or what's the right thing to feel, and you're worried that if you say make even one small error that or that someone feels is an error you will get i don't like to use this word but you will get canceled or you will get basically criticized intensely and i i find that discouraging because i think we should be having conversations yeah. I, I don't have a problem with that and i Can agree I oh I got sure a sure a you guys, well, guys one, one, one second while she's speaking go ahead tara yeah and i you know i think we all need be able to talk without fear. Obviously, you know, somebody just used the word Jew. I didn't like it. Um, somebody then said, what should we say? I said this. I mean, these are conversations we should be able to have without me saying, oh my gosh, I can't believe you said that or you asked that question. That's because that's like, that's just not right. It's not human and we're, we're all trying to learn from each other. Andrea, you had a question you wanted to speak? Yeah, I was just curious. Um, were, is there anyone that was um, offended by uh, not just her saying that um, it wasn't a racial, racially charged persecution, but also that it was um, white on white crime. Was that also um, an area of, of uh, contention with anyone? She didn't say white on white crime. She said it was, uh, uh, she worded it differently. It was so, a white okay. on white issue is what yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can't, yeah, you can't, pa when you paraphrase like that, because you make it seem very, you know, um, yeah, insightful. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I was just wondering if that was also an aspect that was, um, uh, you know, a problem outside of just saying about the 
um, not being a racial issue, but also posing it as if it was whites against whites as well. But you know, you know what? This is Tenji. The, the the weird part about it as well is like the guy um, Jonathan Greenblack, who's the um, head of the Anti Defamation League. He accepted the pol- you know, her apology, and they understood it was just a mistake. I just think the network itself went way, you know, above and beyond to try to make a statement, whereas, you know, it wasn't, you know, and they could just see, you know, even even within her apology, you could just see how sincere it was. And, you know, and, and from what you hear, when even when you hear turn on TV, most of the media outlets, they're like kind of baffled with the suspension time or even, you know, just how much, you know, they went above and beyond to for two weeks, even after she had the meetings and they understood the situations that the relationships that she has in that community. So it was kind of, it was real baffling. Her apology and talked about how much he contributes to the community. It seems to me that the network's response was more of a vendetta as opposed to anything else, because how can you get an acceptance from the people that it was most offensive to? And then the network turns around and suspends her for two weeks. And that, that yeah, once again, and it like even here, like realizing that she's Jewish and that, you know, she's uh, active in the community. I guys, a two week suspension that that's pretty much a death kill to most careers. You know that that is saying to people that she you what you did was atrocious, and that's that's what it communicates to the wider audience. And that's why I'm confused because that's just like a two week suspension is we did this to save your job is what it says to me. Okay, and maybe I'm wrong. It tells me start looking for another job. Yeah, well, I, I find it. I, think I find it, it so interesting. Hard. For instance, I'm married to a white Jewish lady who, when when we first met, and she had to correct me. I told her, "Well, you're white." She said, "No, no, no, I'm Jewish first, and then I'm white." I said, "Okay, well, what about our daughter?" Well, our daughter, well, she's going to be biracial and Jewish, so it's it's kind of nebulous and kind of difficult for me. I engaged i am engaged in the jewish community i i do go visit temple once in a while i have quite a few jewish friends i have uh i have gone to a lot of jewish dinners and things like that so it's very nebulous i think it was too harsh in my humble opinion i'm still learning i'm of the strong opinion that race is a social construct i would like to agree with our sister delaco different parts of the world have different ideas of how they define race uh, in Ethiopia, for instance. I heard a couple of people mention that the Ethiopians, they are Jewish, but if you look at their skin tone, it's very melanated. And I joke with my wife every now and then that, well, you don't look like like so and such person who's our friend who is Jewish. She is from Israel. She is Israeli, but she looks different. She's more tan. She looks more like my Egyptian friends. So it is very nebulous and very difficult. So I appreciate you, Jonathan. I don't want you to be canceled. I know cancel is a bad term, but we have to learn in regard to that. And I think it was too much for Whoopi and I want to land my plane. And the one thing too, I just wanted to add in, remember that there is a business component of all of this. She just signed for what, four more years for seven figures, quite a lot of money for her to do that deal there with The View. Back to you, Jonathan. Hey, Jonathan, or and, uh, go ahead, Najee. 
I, yeah, I find that the, for me, I, I am baffled by this. But you know, one because it's it's quite well known, particularly in the entertainment space, that she's been Jewish for like a long, long time. Like this isn't something new, and particularly something that her network would know. So I, I, I find that the network might have found that to they I don't know if they made that into a racial issue. That that's one. Um, two, I, I do think it's uh it's very confusing and ambiguous around this race versus religion versus you know how you how are you defined as Jewish? You practice Judaism? Do you, is it a race? And if it is a race, you know, like how is that defined? And and I say that because culturally everything that I've read over the course of my life was that this was matrilineal, meaning it passes down through your mother, right? How do I know that? Why do I know that? Because my grandmother is Ukrainian and she's Jewish and she practiced Judaism, Eastern Orthodox, right? Like five, y'all see me, I'm six, three, she's five, two, red hair, all that, right? Um, we don't look alike, but no one's calling me Jewish, right? Even though technically, right, I could be that because passed down through my grandmother through my mom etc right so it, it is a very confusing um issue and and i'm and i'm here to learn today um just so i can get clarity around my own background absolutely yeah one second i, I want to because i want to address something because <clears throat> what, what naji just said you know and and I, and I hate to bring his name up but it's the the, the more famous one that i can realize i mean i recall and it's when bill cosby once again when he said, you know, to the black young men, pull your pants up and all this other stuff. And he criticized uh, black people uh, in a way that uh, a lot of black people found offensive. And and he was, you know, I, I guess whatever. He, 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 there was nothing done about it. Typically, you know, a comedian, you know, a, a, a black comedian gets up there and, and makes jokes about black people all the time. A Jewish comedian makes jokes about Jewish people all the time. So I'm trying to, uh, you know, because typically if you're part of a group, you know, you, you, you could talk about it. So that's what I'm trying to figure out. Uh, like, can you guys help me understand that aspect yeah, of can, it as well? I can, I can yeah, help I, you. I, I, can, I can educate so you. It's, it's, very simple. it's very simple, Jonathan. Um, they obviously don't view her as a Jew. Uh, I'm sorry, a Jewish person. Let me not use that. Term. Yeah, I gotta find out who you are, bro, because you keep using that word, man. So I gotta, no, again, no, no, no. This, I know. This, I, gotta, I gotta get you ready, ready for the trigger. That's all. So I can pull that trigger when I need you. Go ahead. Yeah, no, this is Mark. Uh, this is my first oh. time speaking on this. Uh, okay. I haven't said anything, but um, okay. a Jewish person, they don't view her as such. So therefore, that's where the outrage came from, and that's just one plus two elementary math. Because if she was a Jewish person, or, or recognized as such, and she spoke on it then her view might not have been taken so offensively and the, the punishment for what she said might not have been so harsh. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. Somebody else wanted to chime in. I wanted to ask a question really quick. This is just a point of clarity for me. Um, and it's for the, the, the Jewish people in the room to just, and, I, and I'm just going to ask because I don't know, is the reason why you don't like being called like the J word, I would just call it the J word. Is that because it was like used as a racial epithet against Jewish people during the Holocaust? Like, what's the origin of, of not like being like, like what, what's the reason behind that? And I'm genuinely curious. I'm just asking because I don't know. I'm really to the topic. It wasn't before it was dead in the Gentiles. There was a lot of people who used the term, for example, dirty Jew, things like that. Gotcha. No, that makes sense. Got it. Understood. Thank you. 
can can I chime in on 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 this topic in general? Yes, sure. Um, yes, go ahead. Uh, yeah, but yeah, um, I have a background in um, geology and anthropology, and I'm gonna um, I, I know like a, a scientific take on this, um, in terms of like how we define race, and um, you know, we can narrow it down scientifically at least, um, to three things, you know, so. You have the, you know, Caucasoids, Mongoloids, and um, and Negroids, right? And I'm sure you can associate which what what attaches to another. So that's how scientifically, like, race is kind of like hard. So then those fan out to be, you know, more man-made constructs. So you have, you know, white, black, Asian, um, and things like that, based off of what that is defined as, and that's based off of like your skull and stuff like that. So um, the the thing about that, you know, when it splits man-made like that, also it splits up into ethnicities. And so you, you wouldn't know that based off of me just being black, but like, and what I've been told by many Jewish people um, in terms of like with like the Holocaust and, and, and their identity and stuff is, you know, you know, their Jew, them being Jewish is more than just their religion. And it's seen more as like, you know, part of like an ethnicity. And I think somebody spoke on it with like the 12 tribes and stuff like that. So, you know, it when, when you used to describe um, talking about like Jewish people, a lot of times, you know, when they're start describing like Jewish as a race, they mean more of a, as an ethnicity. And Hitler was sort of playing on that fact that, you know, Jewish people sort of defined themselves also as sort of an ethnicity as well, more so than their religion, right? It's not, it's more to just the religion, especially, you know, with the history and stuff like that. So I just wanted to, to put that out there. Can I speak? Go ahead. I think it's more on a power trip. It's not really the stuff that we're talking about. It's basically about, about power. But them showing her they have the power to do what they want to do to her. That's what it's mostly about. You, you don't think what she said could have been offensive at all? Because so because you know when I read, what, when you read it, the context, you know, mm-hmm. you know though, I, yeah, though it's, it's a bit you know, it's something that, you know, I couldn't understand. But when you read the context, it's something that has some credence to it in terms of uh, the Jewish race, exterminating the Jewish race. So, you know, it's sort of like when we say for 400 years, they're like, get over slavery, get over it. So let's, because once again, so we you, you can't ask for understanding and not then give understanding. Well, and, 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 wait, and the Holocaust was much closer, much closer more recent history than slavery. No. Even Jim Crow. Okay, who said no? Who, who said no? Uh, but I, but I want to. I just want to put out this point that she's been around this this community for uh ever since, so she knows these people personally. Now, like the lady said earlier, that topic shouldn't be to uh, a five minute clip of them talking, you would have to have a whole hour, two hours to break it down to unpack it. But I don't think she had no ill will because these people signed her check. They don't, they, they own the record labels, the financial banking, 
Okay, when you said these people, what are you talking about, bro? Limited to Jewish people. Okay, see, no, see, once not, again, not, no, don't, don't, no, 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 no. See, like and, and I and I felt and I I felt that that that's what you're saying. That's not what we're here for. No, 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 right. no, no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not at all. At all. All right, good. I just want to say one thing. I think the the last two speakers, he mentioned the Mongoloid uh, race. It's an old dispute, disproven racial theory about theory of biological race. So we, that term isn't used anymore. It's obsolete. I just wanted to clarify that we don't call anybody Mongoloid anymore. Absolutely. So, guys, uh, what we're talking about right now, quick reset. This is uh, Debate the News. Uh, this is our third day. Please make sure you follow the club up top, Debate the News. Uh, we come here uh, five days a week. Uh, we may do our weekend edition. We're working on that as well. Uh, uh, five days a week from 8 p.m. I mean, excuse me, 5 p.m. Um, Eastern time to 8 p.m. Eastern and uh, 2 p.m. Pacific time to 5 p.m. Uh, Pacific. So once again, guys, what, what we're discussing right now is Whitney, uh, <laughs> uh, Whoopi Goldberg uh, suspended uh, from The View for two weeks uh, for, uh, uh, I guess, comments uh, that was disparaging to uh, the Jewish uh, race and the Jewish Holocaust. Uh, and so that's what we're discussing right now. Earlier, we discussed COVID numbers uh, pass uh, surpasses the uh, fall surge numbers uh, and the COVID death numbers, I should say, uh, past the fall surge uh, numbers. And we still have uh, many, many other things to discuss. Uh, the last hour, we tend to let you guys bring your own topics to bring uh, to uh, talk about. But we also have uh, Joe Biden sending troops to uh, out to uh, Europe, Eastern Europe uh to our uh ukraine and that's something that we want to get in but right now uh we're going to finish up this topic about Whoopi goldberg guys and uh her two-week suspension uh was it fair was it necessary is it a teaching teachable moment uh for um for uh i, I guess uh, and if it is what who's being taught the lesson uh, uh who's learning the lesson i should say uh is it uh so with that being said, uh, the floor is open. Can I speak? Yeah, it is actually, and, and I'm yeah. going to be brief. It, it looks like it's a warning to anybody with a microphone or on TV. Fact. If you do this, this may happen to you. So it keeps us on edge and afraid to speak or to say anything, even if we don't mean harm by it. I think it's just a teaching moment for anybody with a microphone, all of us included. You say something wrong, we coming to get you. Who's next? I just wanted to jump in and speak. Somebody said, I just want to jump in and speak, the, the, the lady, and then I'll go with you, sir. All right, thank you. It's Jen. Can I uh, jump in, if that's okay? Uh, who Are you the person that said, I just want to jump in? Yes. Okay, go ahead. Um, all right, Jonathan uh, and the group, uh, thanks for the open discussion. I love it. There's no... Uh, heated tempers, which is great because we're all learning. I will say, I don't think Whoopi Goldberg meant ill intent. It is sad. Obviously, there was millions of people that got offended. But what nobody brought up was, you know, Whoopi Goldberg started off the show. I happened to actually watch the first 10 minutes yesterday. She apologized. Uh, she humbly said, I want to learn. I want to educate. And then she went on to introduce uh, Jonathan Greenbelt, who's the CEO of an anti-defamation league. Um, and they spoke openly and she was a student, you know, she apologized. She was a student. She wants to learn. And frankly, I think it's scary. Uh, the network has canceled her, well, at least for two weeks. And it really questions, can we say anything? Like, will we get canceled 
even if we apologize, because we've all said things that are incorrect and wrong. And this really takes the microphone away from everybody going forward. And I land my plane. Can I chime in? Can I just jump in? I wanted to uh, just jump uh, in. Uh, uh, gentlemen, uh, gentlemen, go ahead, uh, sir. Yeah, We're gonna let every, everyone's going to have an opportunity to speak. Go ahead, sir. Yeah. I want to say not something you, not, real quick. Go ahead. Hey, man, thank you for letting me have the floor. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to say uh, what the young lady said just a few minutes ago, just uh, piggyback off of that. Like, I feel like her intent behind the whole thing wasn't ill. So I don't feel she should have been punished. But um, then again, I feel like this kind of thing happens at least once a year where somebody misspeaks or says something out of line to the, about the Jewish community or the Jewish people and then they're punished. So it's just like a reminder to all the people around the world, like watch your mouth when it comes to these people. Okay, like, first of all, pretty Tony, pretty, 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 oh, pretty wow. Tony, stop. No. I'm gonna stop it right there, okay? First, there's a couple of things, and, and uh, this is your first time here because I, I, I would have remembered your name. But this, this, first of all, you're very offensive in, in your response. Let's, let's, just, let's start there, okay? Uh, there, you know, there's been many instances of people being canceled for uh, race-related things that was said. Uh, in fact, uh, we're 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 over uh, at the other room. We're struggling with a uh, a friend of ours saying something and um, uh, call you know saying something you know uh, and and you know, accidentally referring to someone. You know, uh, uh, you know, and a different what you call it, and so you know, and and that we had to deal with that. So it's many more instances of uh, people being canceled for racial, okay, uh, uh, missteps. So let's let's not let's not just say, you know, saying that this is the, what happens uh, more and more. And then you said uh, the, uh, these people, those people, whatever. That what you're doing is being very divisive, offensive, and you're not trying to learn, and you're like you're trying to propagate. A, a a narrative that just no i'm sorry i was just speaking on the history of like stuff like this happening and then what happens afterwards uh, like that let, let me ask you a question it, let me ask you a question it allows people to be more careful okay but talking. let me ask you a question i i have to ask you a question yes sir all right so what what as, as an african-american male and and that's what you are okay i just uh, classify myself as american Okay. 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 All right. So, um, when something you know, as as our country starts to heal and, and people uh, <clears throat> start to uh, interact more and more and, and have uh, work with different, uh, you know, uh, have superior officers or, or supervisors that they're not used to having in terms of race or whatever, and and, and people have these and and people make comments, truly make comments or, or statements on television, where, wherever, you know, just saying something that they really don't offend because right now, the number one genre of music is hip hop, correct? You, did you did you did you guys know that? I agree. Okay. I agree. Okay. That 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 it, gets, it hits the pop charts and, and it makes more money. So it's so the number one genre, and unfortunately, in that music, there's a lot. So there's a, there's a lot of references to the N word. You, you you agree with that as well, right? Yeah, okay. that's true. Now, everyone, more everyone, pretty much knows it's not okay to say the N word. Okay, at least publicly. All right. I myself, as a person of color, I don't use the word at all. All right. But, you know, with the E-R-R to A. All right. But as you sing these songs and you're in the moment 
and you sing these songs at home and you imitating uh whatever a video remember these 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 are children that grew up grew up with their ipads and their tablets and their iphones and you know they mimic and they're singing these songs i'm not making any excuse and they they say that word inadvertently okay because we, we've had people young football players use that word when they uh, you know just take a video and, and put put it up on twitter whatever when they were i don't know 12 years old, 13 years old, and now they're 26, and, and people are calling, finding that video from their Twitter, and they're using it against them, and, and, and they're damn near being canceled. So what I'm saying to you is, you know, I can understand, you know, if something that was said was that was offensive to a group of people, it has to be addressed. I get it, okay? You're saying that it's being addressed just to flex. Now, I think the term may be a bit harsh but the way you're putting it and the way you're, you're you're framing it you're you're framing it in a sense as if it should that that there was no harm and when it was and it was true harm done and and that's and how we feel when it happens to us we cannot dismiss how someone else feels while while how someone else feels when it happens to them while expecting them to feel the way we felt when African-Americans were marching, the people that was right beside them and Dr. King was the Jewish people. Okay. The Jewish community. When, 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 yeah. when they, when those three civil rights leaders were killed in Philadelphia, Mississippi and buried and then film burning Mississippi, there was two Jewish guys and one black guy. So, you know, that's that. So, you know, there, there has to be some understanding. And, and and it shouldn't even have to be called for. It should just be there. So I rest my mic. Uh, anyone else that has anything they want to add to this? Yeah, yeah. This is Sam. I would like to say that all the blacks that were home, they were Israelites in Mississippi, out of Mississippi, throughout the United States. Everywhere. No, 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 no. no. They, they, they drove down in Mississippi, bro. They were from the north. They went down there. So no, but no, no. And we're not talking about Israelites right now, bro. That's a different topic, bro. That's a totally different topic. We're not talking about that. We're talking about Whoopi Goldberg. We're talking about the history. Uh, 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 we're talking about the United States. We're the real Jews. Yeah. You know, it's really interesting. Jewish um, versus discussion. Uh, what was that? Who yeah, that can guy? you guys get him off the stage? Because I just got a call to bring one through. You know, I... I um. I find it really interesting because I think that one of the things as, as I'm looking at this whole thing is, uh, you know, the words matter and, and the context, but but also like I think um, there's today's world and then there's the, the world of the Holocaust. And there's a difference um, when you look at the intention and the ideology of what Hitler was thinking, right? I mean, I think one of the things here is, is that in his mind, this was race, right? It was about race, for sure. And, you know, and he thought he had the superior race in the Aryan race. And he thought that the Jewish race was inferior and needed to be exterminated. And so if you take it in the, in the context of the time and the ideology that was being propagated by, um, you know, one of the, the worst people ever to live, um, it was absolutely 100% about race. You know, when you when you listen to, to Whoopi, I don't think I mean it's my opinion, I don't I don't think she meant any harm by that. I don't know whether she was naive or whether she just um, you know, just viewed it in today's world where 
my personal opinion is, is if you can change it, then it's probably not race. Like you were talking earlier, like I can't become Afro-American or black. You can't become white. It's what you got. You can't become Asian. And so, um, but we all can become Jewish. We can all become atheists. We can all become Catholic. But I think when you go back to the context of the time of what happened and you put yourself in that error, and I think Hitler really, really made it about race because that's what he truly believed. And I'll lay my plane there. I, I think I just I want think to jump in for a second. Can I jump in for a second? I, I just wanted to say that I truly appreciate this conversation. Um, I, I really love open forums and safe spaces. Once again, my name is Simone Labouche. I'm an up and coming YouTuber, and I hope to be able to hold these type of conversations on my show. Simone, you keep Simone, Simone, you you guys did you even listen to anything I said or what? I mean, there was no breath. No breath. Kick ass to you. You put it in Ukraine, bro, because that's where our troops are right now. That's where our troops are heading. What? Yeah. So thank. Yeah. Yeah. So what's going on with that? With this Ukraine thing? What? What? What is? Wait. Wait. Oh yeah, what is going on with this Ukraine thing, Jonathan? Put somebody put me in the loop with that. Like, what, what is happening? Are we really about to like press that button? And can, can I can I give you this, the, the bullet points on that? Go just, ahead, Doctor Copeland, please. Yeah. So essentially, and this is just like uh, just everybody, just regular information, not anything classified. We all saw it in the news, right? Essentially, um, the Russians have uh, stationed a hundred thousand plus soldiers, including equipment in surrounding areas around Ukraine, including Belarus. And that's our concern for obvious reasons. And uh, that's essentially what is what's going on. They, they, have, they have effectively surrounded the country. And given the history of what happened in 2014, when Russia forcibly annexed Crimea, which is a very small territory within the within the bounds of Ukraine, uh, it's not looking great. I don't want to speculate on what's going to happen this and the third, but uh, we've all seen the news and we can draw. Wait a minute, Dr. Copeland. Are you saying you do not know what's going on? Is that a first, Dr. Copeland? I'm dead. <laughs> I am dead. But you was in the service, right? I'm, cur I'm, I'm currently in the military. I I'm in the military currently. Hey. Okay, so then you're you're actually qualified to speak on this. Go ahead. Hey, I, I, want you, I want you to find out from Dr. Copeland. Is this a, a wag the dog uh, scenario? I, I man, I have no idea. I don't want to speak on it too much because again, I don't want to speculate. I'm just I, I'm not to tell you is what I know. I know everything you know. I'm not going to say anything. So the military trying to mute him right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's interesting though. I, I I haven't even been keeping up with the news. Seriously, I'm getting my news from the debate. The news. Is there anybody else on stage that's been in the loop? What's going on? I got any like news people that's really up to date on this? We all work together. Yeah, so um, from what I understand, um, President Putin of Russia has uh, a bunch of troops basically on the border of Ukraine, as uh, the doctor said. And now the West and NATO are basically sending arms, money, resources, things like that to Ukraine to help so-called defend that country. But in my opinion, and I wanna debate the news, I don't think it's our job to necessarily send troops to defend another country. Anybody wanna debate? Facts. We have an obligation. We have an obligation. Okay, so I think we have an obligation pursuant to NATO 
to have a, a mutual defense if one of their members believes that they are threatened. And certain, several NATO countries have borders with Ukraine and feel like this could spill over into their countries. So I think that is probably the basis of what's going on. I think there's an awful lot of behind the scenes diplomacy, a lot of sanction, a lot of, uh, you know, putting uh, uh, freezes on funds, things like that, that they are trying to do here. I think the sending of troops does not necessarily mean that a military action is going to happen. I think even the White House pulled away from the term imminent right now. But I, I think you, know, you have to understand we have alliances. And part of this alliance is to say, we will help you if this happens. And by the way, from an historical standpoint, we do not want Russia taking over Ukraine. Because there is this theory that once it does that, that some of the other countries that are nearby that used to be under the sway of Russia will also fall. And so that would hurt us enormously. So I think you have to, I don't know, I guess my view of it is you have to step back and take a more global and maybe historical approach. Well, if we were to get historical, and I just want to be clear for the audience, if we're going to get historical, wasn't Ukraine a part of Russia? That, that Chris, yes, it was. Because you guys, what you guys are saying is totally incorrect. First of all, what happened with Crimea was crazy okay there there's a the we have a pack in place that no country can take another country by force okay that and that's globally accepted when russia did that to crimea uh crimea uh, back in um uh, 2014 was it uh yeah 2014 uh, yeah okay that broke and, and by then i mean and i'm gonna be honest with you obama he he dropped the ball on that one that should have never happened okay and it has further emboldened the uh, the uh, uh, Putin. Now Trump was in office; he didn't do it then. All right, but now the Democrats are back in. No wait, the, Dem the Democrats are back in office. Biden and I'm a, and I support Biden. Okay, I, I'm not gonna now, but they see a weakness. They see people willing to negotiate and willing, and they're trying to walk away from this with something if they don't walk away with Ukraine. And a message has to be sent. Because what's happening there should not be happening. Another country's sovereignty should not uh, uh, be threatened, or they shouldn't feel that their sovereignty is being threatened by another country. And I, 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 I yield the mic. Yeah, but so, Jonathan, you left Europeans out the part where the Ukraine president came to power in a coup. The pro-Russian exactly. president of Ukraine was ousted in a Thank coup. You. There was supposed to be an election, but the U.S. supported a coup before to oust the pro-Russian president, the elected president. So there was supposed to be an actual legitimate election. So that's when, when Russia took over Crimea, it's because the U.S. backed a freaking coup in that country. Yes. An, an illegitimate coup Back. where the pro-Russian president was empowered Back. by an election. There was supposed truth, to be a free and brother. fair election to elect a new government. The U.S. supported a coup before that election. And then the election took he, he place. Said, he said the, the U.S. Leaders. supported a coup like five times. Which hey, but bro, some, 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 I know, but let me, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. And, and you guys really need to think about this. Is, isn't isn't sometimes these these things is all about business? I mean, I, I'm I'm not saying don't 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 come at me, but I'm saying like maybe it was a bigger reason why it was. I mean, and maybe it's, it's benefiting us as Americans that that did happen. Is that possible? Because if it if it was a Russian takeover and the U.S. didn't do what they did, then how would things have turned out? They could affect the U.S. Do you hear what I'm saying, bro? The guy is speaking. The guy that keep the guy that kept saying coup five times. What's your name, bro? Cuckoo. Oh my God! But you're oh, right, Jerry. I, you're I mean, it makes the, a total thing. Remember, we sent over fifty million dollars to the country of Ukraine. We're just sending money and resources. Where does this stop? You know, just yeah, asking. Did, did.
with the, with the guy that was speaking, I'm just curious, when people come to the stage and they speak like that, did you leave right after you said that? I mean, I'm having a conversation with him, and now he's nowhere to be found. No, I'm right okay. here. But you didn't hear me call on you like three oh, times? No, I didn't. I, I just heard you said I said something three times. The, the, the thing is, there was an international agreement between the various parties, a peace agreement. And then the pro-Russian president was ousted in the coup. He went to Russia. And then he, because he's the elected president, he said, okay, all my party members. All I, got a, people, I got a question for you, brother. And I'm saying this because you, you, you didn't hear my question. You're going in a different direction. Let me ask you a question. What, what the U.S. did that was wrong, the coup, you know, what, what they did, does it benefit the U.S., the U.S.'s interest for what, what they did? Does it benefit them in, in your eyes? Does it benefit the U.S. Did they, for, for, that they did that? No, it was too short-sighted. Because they could have, they could have achieved the same ends in the long run through an illegitimate election, not through a coup. And then the election that took place afterwards was illegitimate because it's the coup leaders who, who held that election. And that, that's what authorized Russia to take Crimea because they didn't have to recognize the leaders of Ukraine because those are not democratic leaders. The actual democratic president who was ousted in a coup was in Moscow saying, listen, help my supporters, help my military, help my National Guard, help my guys. And most of them had retreated. Okay, what, what do you think is, what do you think is, what do you think it was an interest or the motive to the U.S. helping with that? What do you think was, was the motive for the U.S. helping? How does it benefit the U.S. to just play Captain Save a Country? What do you think the reason was? Flexion power. They, they, it, was an, it was an expansion of, of influence, but it was a messed up move because there's going to be counter moves to that. So all the all the supporters of the but you do agree. You said it was, you said it was you do agree it was a benefit to the U.S. for doing that. That's all I'm saying. You agree there was no, a benefit. No, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a mis, it's like chess. It's a miscalculation because they didn't realize what was going to happen. And that's all this nonsense that's happening now is a direct result of those those missteps. Had they allowed a, a legitimate election to take place and national unity government where it would be parties of both sides, Republicans and Democrats of Ukraine, people who support Russia, people who are against Russia, people who support the U.S. and, and EU and people who are against. And they can debate it out legitimately in a democratic process. Okay, got you, got you. Jonathan, appreciate you. One second. Do that. One second. Jonathan, do you do you have any data on this? Do you have any idea what the benefit? Because I can't see the U.S. doing what he said if it wasn't in the interest of the U.S. And I'm not I'm not agreeing with it. I'm just trying to have a conversation. Jonathan, do you have any data as to why you believe the U.S. would have did that or did do it? Jerry, no. Well, back in, back in 2014, we're talking about the, uh, the, uh, the, the, I guess there was. Jerry, I don't have that information in front of me, but no. Okay. Is there any, is well, there, Dr. Copeland? I can answer. Wait, who said they can answer? Mark Days. It's very wait, simple. Wait, wait, one second before sorry, I go brother. to you, Mark. Just, just one second because I really want to get. I'm trying to get a military guy that may know a little bit more than us civilians. Uh, Doctor Copeland, are you on the stage still? Yeah, but are you, know, any... you know I Oh my goodness, he's in, he's in. You, my friend, are in the matrix. One, one second. Is there any military person or somebody's really up on politics and know anything about this? If not, I will go to you, Mark. Is there anybody that's a yes or no yes, answer? Yes, give it to Mark. Okay, I'm be okay, Mark. Go ahead, Mark. Uh, it's very simple. Um, David explained it. Uh, he explained your own point in his first sentence. The president that was ousted by a coup was pro Russia. Therefore, he may have handed over the Ukraine to Russia with no resistance, resulting in the growth of the Russian Empire. It's simple math. 
Wait, Mark, say that last part again, Mark. I was in the back channel. Say that last part again. All right, real quick. Um, David answered your question in the first sentence that he spoke. He said the president that was ousted in the coup was pro-Russia. If he would have come to power, he could have handed over the Ukraine to Russia with no resistance, thereby exactly the russian territory he was already present he was already That's my, wait wait one second so so mark mark so you're going to agree with this what i'm saying and it's unfortunate but we got to keep it 100. it was in the u.s's best interest that's why they did it because my man was saying like there's he almost sounded like he was saying there was no reason why they did it but what you're saying that he said in his first part that's the reason why they did it because it was to benefit the u.s correct mark absolutely correct and that's how you play chess you don't only exactly. play an offensive game you have to play a defensive ga defensive no. game to if, try to stay you, 10 okay. steps ahead hey brother yeah, brother i hate to say this to you bro, bro, bro. I, I know brother, brother. military coup that means you authorize russia to use the same tactics that's why they took crimea crimea through military means you do a military they're going to do military so if that's you're the right, game you you're right play, but but but, but i i i'm going to say this i'm going to say this I'm going to say this. The U.S. is, they said they're, no, they're, no, they're not even a superpower. They're past that. They're a hyperpower. I think that the U.S. know what they were doing more than any one of us on this stage. And I, I'm not saying I agree with it, but that's just how it is in this world. And sometimes you got to take shit like that and do stuff like that to stay in power. It don't mean you're going to agree with me, but it's just like in the neighborhood and blocks. Some of it's small gangs. Some of it's the mafia. This is just something that as, at a bigger, higher level. There's casualties in war. It kind of like it is what it is. That's why the U.S. is powerful. Do you agree with uh, that, my it brother? It is what it is until it's your son. It is what it is until it's your daughter. Uh, we have we have no business being there. This is this is wag the dog. This is distract from what's going on Fact. here. We're failing here in this country. Well, Brian, Brian, you, you you jumped in the part. I wasn't even talking about what's going on right now. I'm talking about something guy was talking about years ago when, when the U.S. Uh, uh, did, I wasn't talking about what's going on right now. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. Maybe I know, I know, I know. Yeah, it's okay. But, but Brian, I know how you feel about Biden, so I'm not even going to dare. Not I'm not even going to. It's not Biden, man. I got, I, I got a 19-year-old son, and I don't want my boy. I know, but, but what I'm saying is. In some but, place. That doesn't have anything to do with us. I'm just saying, I want to make sure I clear this up. Brian was not speaking to me. It is what it is to my son. He he, he made a misstep when he assumed I was talking about what's going on. I was talking about the coup years ago. But go ahead, my brother. I'm going to let you land your plane. The guy that was speaking about the coup. I'm going to let you land your plane. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, I, like like the individual was saying, this that situation is what led to what is going on today. If they had let an election take place and let a political figure who could unite the country, a Mandela-type leader who could go politically unite the country, bring the opposition together and move forward, they would have a solid government today that would have... Hey, bro, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. That sounds great what you're saying, but it's impossible for you to know if that that's that's a kumbaya if they had a Mandela... It's not a kumbaya. What I'm saying is you don't know. You, you don't, There's no what I'm saying is you, anymore. Right all now, I'm saying is you, you don't know. You don't... But bro, you don't know what would have happened if they would have did that. You, you're not a psychic. Well, you don't know, know what would happened happen. today. It's still going on. It's escalating now. So the coup that started then hasn't ended today, and the U.S. has its own issues to deal with, not dealing with this nonsense. So it, they have, they messed up. They should have just let this thing play out. And then if they did, then the EU and all the all the neighboring countries could come in and say, listen, this is not democratic. But if, when you yourself are not being democratic, then Russia doesn't have to be democratic either. And now you have this nonsense going on with more military brinksmanship because you supported a freaking undemocratic coup to be. And I hate to give I hate to give you bad news. One second. I hate to give. Who who keeps saying, hey Jerry? What's your name? 
Yeah, this Kevin. I think he knows more what? than the, than the military intelligence. So he knows more than the president. He knows more than the commander in chief. <laughs> he knows more than everybody else. So let's give him credit. Jay, you know can what? I just I'm, add this real quick? Wait, as wait, wait, wait one second, Mark. You got you got this. Let this breathe for one second. Hey, hey, the guy that went before Mark. What was your name? Uh, I'm David. No, the guy that was saying that you that you know more because I'm I, that was interesting. He said that. What was your uh, name, brother? No, this Kevin. Yeah, Kevin, you, you you got a good point, Kevin, uh, because it does kind of sound like he knows more than the than the world leaders. And it does kind of sound like that right now. Go, uh, go ahead, Mark. Um, and, and I'll briefly close with this and, and lay on my plane um, again. In the game of chess, you stand to sacrifice some important pieces to get to the end game. Some people play that way. The country that was captured by Russia could have been a viable sacrifice in order to save the larger power that would stand to uh, pose a bigger threat if it was captured by Russia. Again, it's chess. I will land with that, and I'll leave it up to people to think about it. Hey, Jay, can I ask you one quick question? Go ahead, bro. About chess. Hey, uh, was the Queen's Gambit declined? What'd you say, bro? I said, was it to the guy that's talking about chess, was the Sicilian defense in chess? Who are you talking to, me or Mark? Well, no, the guy that talked about bro. this is chess. Well, you asked if it about. was the Queen's Gambit first, then you asked if it was a Sicilian defense. Which was the Sicilian defense in bro. chess? Why, why, why are you asking me that? Yeah, because you keep talking about, well, this is chess, this is chess. I see if you know a lot about chess. So what, what is what yeah, is I, that? I don't, I don't know if you're trying to do some type of call out or something, but I'm not the one you want to do that with, bro. The, you heard? Listen. No, no. It's, no, no, no. One second. No, no, no. I'm not the one, bro. Man, I surely won't know. Tell her. He's not calling you out, Mark. He's just trying to have an intellectual debate, bro. That's all it is. He's not trying to call you well, out no, like that. He's, he's calling trying, him he out. Trying to call me he's out. definitely he's calling you out. He's trying, he's trying to come up with something that he feels I might not know about in order to disprove what I just said. And so it, I'm yeah. not going to entertain your question, but I will tell you that the foundation of chess is strategy. Sometimes you sacrifice, sometimes you don't. And that's the bottom line. So I'm not going to engage you about Sicilian defenses and all this nonsense you're talking, homie. You hear me? Mark's right. And, and the, the guy that's playing the chess over there, Vladimir Putin, happens to be a grandmaster at the actual game of chess. Facts. And Boom. a former KGB. This is not a guy to play around with. He's playing many moves uh, in advance. And yeah. he thought this out. He thought Trump was a psycho. So he backed off when Trump was president, and he just said, hey, this guy ain't going to make it four years, and he didn't, another four years. And now he's got uh, – and by the way, he made nice-nice with the president of Belarus, and uh, I'm not sure if you're aware, but he's got uh, Belarus's permission to come in through the north where uh, they have no troops to protect them. And he's going to march his troops right in through the north, through Be Belarus, with their permission without a shot fired crossing the border and you know again it's it's the ultimate chess player i'd, I'd like well, to make sure. a comment. Hey, Jerry, but you 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 guys are going to you guys are going to two different chess games because first the guy hey, hey the guy that was speaking earlier about the the coup what year was that with the coup what year was that Mark, when was that? Twenty fourteen. David, he's speaking to you, but I believe it was twenty fourteen. Yeah, so so we're talking about twenty fourteen and twenty twenty two. It's two different chess games we were talking about. But there was somebody else that said Jerry. There was somebody else that said Jerry. Yeah, because the chess move in twenty fourteen has nothing to do with 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 with, with the chess moves that Biden's trying to play or whatever it, Russian person is doing in twenty twenty two. No, Jerry, you're wrong. It does. It has everything what? to do. It does. It, 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 it absolutely does. does. It definitely does. 
Well, what correct. Is, well, elaborate on it. Elaborate on it. Here it is, P, man. This is P. This is P. Go ahead, P. Hey, uh, yeah, I, I spent a little bit of time in the military, about 35 years. And uh, if you go back to the Cold War era, era before the you know the wall went down stuff like that russia what they're trying to do they're trying to get their all the territory that they had back before they, they want to get all that back and they're gradually doing it and you have obama that probably never should have went on but you have the european union that's over there they should have stopped that too they kind of just let that happen now what's happening now the same thing is happening. He's just taking his time when he's doing it. And he's buddying up to the, all these other different countries. Like, the, like um, I think it was that Brian, he just said that uh, they're going to allow them to come in through the north. If you look at it, it's just like a game of chess. The, 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 the gentleman Mark just said, sometimes you have to sacrifice. This is a part of the sacrifice and what this one country is going to do. And he, there's going to be something that if they do come in, that Russia is going to give them. It's all the same thing that happened back in, the, in World War One, World War II, the same thing. Well, it's very much like Adolf Hitler. Uh, uh, Putin thinks the biggest abomination that the former Soviet Union did was to give up sovereignty over these other nations. And Putin has vowed to one by one to get them back. And, you know, if you remember uh, with Hitler, uh, they, they let him have Austria. So, yeah, OK, yeah, there's a lot of Germans in Austria. You can have that. And he signed an agreement. Give me this and I won't do anything else. And then he went for, for the next country and the next country. And I think we'll see the same uh, thing play out with Putin. Putin's using the, the NATO presence on the border as an excuse to, uh, to, to go in to the Ukraine. And, and the re reality is Ukraine's got um, uh, give them a buffer zone and more petroleum fields. So right. Right. And when I when I said when I said when I said when I said what went on in 2014 has nothing to do with now. What I meant was it's not the same players that made those moves. Like, in other words, Biden wasn't president in 2014, and, and he didn't, he's not the one that did Jerry, it in 2014. Jerry, That's what I'm – no, Brian, you, Brian, Brian, he's being Brian, you, Brian you, do me a favor. You don't even know what I'm saying right now, please. I'm making a point about something I said, so they don't think I'm just talking. When I said it's not – it has nothing to do with 2014, what I meant was this particular administration, I don't care if it was Trump, whoever it is right now – had nothing to do with what happened in 2014, meaning this president did not lead the coup in 2014. That's what I meant when I said it had nothing to do with it. Now, of course, that cause is probably going to create the effect that's going on right now. I get it. But that's not what I was saying. Fully aware of what I was saying. Is there anybody else? Well, let me do a quick commercial break real quick. I want to welcome everybody again, once again, to the debate the news. This is day three of the new club. We really, really appreciate everybody who's here but make sure you follow that club at the top as you see five days a week we're going to debate the news follow my man jonathan bing follow myself jerry malcolm put the bells on and y'all know when we go live is there anybody else that want to jump on this topic my man that was saying that did you want to um chop me up a little bit more the guy that uh was saying yeah the only thing i would add is that there's never been the legitimate democratic election throughout the lands of ukraine because of that 2014 coup the entire country of the entire population has not had a single legitimate democratic election. The U.S. has lost its moral high ground. They can't talk about democracy. They can't talk about anything because they supported a coup. If they hadn't done that, they would actually be a, a moral high ground and a, a, a platform for them to stand on politically. Now they have none. So Putin can engage in all his military tactics, take lands, take territory, because you're doing the same thing. And it's going to continue How do we on. know? But how do we know this, bro? How do we know this? This is all I'm saying. There's, 
There's no, 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 no legitimately democratically no, no, elected leader. But we're not talking about legitimacy before. right now. Hey, bro, I'm not talking about legitimacy. I, I, that's not even in the window for me, legitimacy. And I'm not defending it. I'm not being pro anything right now. I'm just, how do we know that, like Mark said, chess, how do we know that that wasn't a necessary evil for a longer gain or something like that to stay in power as far as the U.S. and their interests? How do we not know that? I mean, you're speaking as an absolute, like you're an expert. Like you're like, you know what? Hire me as a military expert. Do it the way I say, and it's going to work out better. We don't know that, bro. How do you know that? I'm just saying, how do you know that? But it, they they could have allowed. If, let's say you want to do a coup. Why wouldn't you let the election hold first? Because you're going to win. They were going to win the election. I, all I'm saying, bro, all I'm saying is you. They were going to win the election. The, the standing president, the pro-Russian president, wasn't even running for re-election. It was one of his successors that was going to run, and he was going to lose anyways. He, so it, he would, he, they would want some. Seats. How do you, would, bro? You were making some serious uh, absolutes. How do you why know all he this? Led the country. He was going to lose. He, he did not. He did, he the only way you could know he was going to lose is if he won and lost. You don't know. If, that's like people saying Trump is going to lose. Running. He wasn't running himself. His success was running. Polling showed that he was going to lose. Polling now, showed that Trump was going to lose and he won. Yeah, but that was a that was a close. Bro, election. it's it making no sense what you're saying. It's making no yes, sense. It does, what you're saying, because bro. They, they were they were be, the, the sentiment was against them. Economic economically, they were they were having issues. They were not going to win. They were going to win a lot of seats, but they weren't going to win the, the general election. The general election was going to be won by the pro U.S. As side. much as they, I'd love to, as much as I'd love to compare. That's what I believe. That's what I believe. Based on this polling that we have of that country, because there is polling there, it, they were going to win. They, and they could as just going to pump money behind the political process to ensure that that those those people won instead of doing a stupid coup. You have other 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 tools at your disposal. Why be the blunt instrument and then and embolden Putin? To hey, use I'm gonna I'm I'm be honest with I you, bro. I, I, I didn't like I, the I didn't like the strategy. I know you didn't like it, but but all I'm saying is, me as much as I'd like to, you know, say negative things about certain things that the government do, this and that, that, that. I think they put a lot more military strategists and people is way more knowledgeable than you when they make these decisions. I'm just saying, cause you, your voice inflection is like you're an expert in this. And I'm like, you know, you Monday, you're Monday night and quarterbacking because of something that's going on now. And back then you do understand that the data that you have now wasn't available back then. Maybe at that time it was the right thing to do because of things you don't know about unless you was in the, in the boardroom when they was talking about it. That's all I'm saying. You, you can't disagree with that, right? Okay, I think I think, yeah. I think I think I took a sale out. Can I add to Go ahead, bro. This is TJ. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead, TJ. I'm, I was just going to say quickly, you're right about special interests, right? It's all about special interests. The U.S. have special interests in Ukraine, so they're going to do whatever it takes to maintain that. Coop, whatever. That guy keeps saying coop, coop. Coop or whatever it takes, they're going to do that. Right now, Russia has special interests in Mali, which is in Africa. So they sent mercenaries out there for that purpose. The U.S. Army got spooked. In fact, the U.S. government got spooked because it's closer to other special interests that the U.S. has in that region in Africa. So it's all about special interests at the end of the day. All of these big countries, Russia, the U.S., the France, they all have special interests and they will do whatever it takes to make sure everything stays in place. And that's all. Yeah, we can't we can't sit here and think we know why they did what and come with our opinion. And, and then we so happy that we in a state you mean in the, in the U.S. You know, so free like this. I, I I don't know. It probably was wrong. All I'm saying is we cannot make an absolute of what we would have did because it's easy to Monday night quarterback. Anybody else want to jump in on that? Did you have something you want to say, Mr. Jonathan Bing? Anybody else want to jump in? No. 
<laughs> he said no. Anybody else? Hey, Twitter's going to come back to say, I don't think it's our thing to send our troops to defend some other country, especially when that country is not Thank part you. of NATO. Not part well, of Mimi, NATO. Jerry, Jerry, Mimi I has agree. something I think she can add to this. Mimi, what is good, Mimi? Hi, Jerry. <laughs> Well, um, so the reason why the U.S. is getting involved, um, it's Biden is currently under pressure to keep inflation down, and Ukraine um, would would be able to solve that. So Ukraine has um, some of the largest seaports largest in seaports Europe, in Europe, which, which, which has access, which, which would have access to the trade, you know, to Asia, the Middle East, and Africa. So um, that would be how the U.S. would be benefiting. But Mimi, isn't that the same area of Crimea that they're talking about that Russia already taken? That is the seaports or are there other seaports that we don't know about? Well, um, I would have to look into that, but uh, I know that there I read something about that, that they uh, that Russia attempted back in 2014 and the U.S. was successful in, um, you know, keeping Russia from taking over. Um, if I'm not mistaken, there are there is more than one seaport. Uh, but let me let me verify that. I don't I don't want to give incorrect information. Yeah, because it appears on the map that Crimea is the main area that's got all the seaport access, and it seems like Russia. The, the, the chess player took that piece off the board already. He's got the. That's what I thought. Just want to make sure. But I, think, but, but I think Mimi, I think you're right about though the distraction. Uh, for inflation, and again, if you get the factories producing arms, that helps the economy, which is not so great right now. Uh, we tend to uh, rally around a president at war, uh, Republicans and Democrats alike, because we, we want to support the president. Uh, his poll numbers are not so great, so I think, you know, again, it, it may very well be, as I said before, the wag the dog uh, uh, strategy of distracting us. And I'm sad. I'm saddened to think, you know, we got out of Afghanistan because we don't need to be over there, and we did it. We did it very hastily, uh, but we did it, and now here we go again. We just end one to go into another. It just doesn't make sense. It's not, not no consistency whatsoever. And I think the gentleman pointed out before, this is not a NATO ally. We have no contractual, moral, ethical, uh, or, or, or uh, right, other reasons right. to be. One thing. I one thing I learned about war, one thing I learned about war is that we never know. We're just like people on the outside looking in. We're not in a boardroom. There's always more to it than we don't know. They tell us what we, they, you know, what we want to, what they want us to know. There's people sitting in, in closed rooms, sitting here strategizing this with stuff that we don't know nothing about. And I'm saying that with any administration. That's I'm right. saying that That's with, right. when we, when, when we invaded Iraq, all that stuff, when it was like, they didn't find no missiles, missiles of met. You guys actually think that's the only, y'all actually think, oh, they didn't, they're just saying that. They're telling, just understand this. These people are, got to the position that they're at for a reason. They know how to keep a secret. They know how to keep a secret. The right. media, can, the media we're, can only, the, um, the media can only get what you want them to get. We, we were okay? So. As crazy as that sounds, they've got the world's largest supply of lithium. Lithium, you know, that makes those electric batteries that are going to be in every car in the next 10 years on the planet. And when we left, China marched right in there and started picking up lithium. 
All right, yeah, I want to jump in real quick because uh, there's been a lot. There's been some misinformation on the stage, and and I, and I just felt it, and I went back and I fact checked it. Ukraine is part of NATO, and Senator Hawley is actually calling on uh, Biden to uh, support the spending of uh, the NATO membership so that uh, they don't have to honor their agreements. Okay. I I don't believe so. Okay. I don't believe so. Okay. Thank you, right Jonathan. Bro, bro, thank you, Jonathan. Bro, here it is right here. Oh, yeah. It's a quick Google search. You pull it up. I, I I think it's, it's, and I don't think it's actually a current member. I think it's asked for membership or it's a prospective member. But Correct. I'm not, Correct. I'm Correct. Current, current member. Yeah, they're not a member right now. They're no, not, not. No, you're right. You're right. They got a, they got an application in. What is it? Yep. You're absolutely correct. Yeah. I take it back. I take I'm it say, back. I wouldn't thank go up here and put up no bad information. I know I wouldn't say that. I'm going to say Catch yeah. me slipping, so, y'all. I wanted to say something. <laughs> I wanted to say something. He'd be, kill, he'd be killing me for that. The C information is not quite accurate. If you just do a quick Google search and look at Ukraine, yes, they are parts of Black Sea, but it's not access to Asia or anywhere. It's Bulgaria and Turkey and all those other European countries. So it is not accurate. So it's not, you cannot demonstrate factually that the reason the United States wants to go and help Ukraine in this current situation is, is as a result of us fighting inflation. We have a base there. I have a friend actually went to Germany. It was so weird that he got called up back in November. And we're wondering why he's a reserve. But now things are, things are falling in place. And we don't know. I agree with Jerry. We're not in those board meetings. We do not know what happened in 2014, 2015, 16, 2022. You cannot just make those judgments without the information. We can postulate and guess for everything really we have people in place that typically have our best interests at heart yes they know more yes they know more than my plan they know way more than we do so you know you know yep. sometimes when, when a doctor will say or, or a lawyer will say i'm not acting in a in a legal perspective right now but i will say i mean everything is our opinion we don't know y'all if it's almost comedy if you actually think that you know the moves that these people are making in those closed damn doors. They are sitting up there, the damn generals don't even know. They get updated, they, they get updated afterwards. And they're like, okay, okay, I, I, I'm just saying, certain things is, is what it is. A country would not become a hyperpower, not, not a superpower, they're past that. A hyperpower, if they did not know what the hell they were doing, they would have crumbled years ago. As much as I want to say I don't like stuff that they're doing about all this stuff they're rolling out and st mandates, you know, I don't like none of that stuff. But I will say there's some smart moves that, that, that. Sorry about that. No, go ahead. You're right. Go ahead. Uh, no, no, I was going to say Ukraine. Guys, we can't let Ukraine fall. Uh, Ukraine is the largest of the former uh, Soviet uh, republics in Europe besides Russia itself. All right. That's a massive land grab. That's a massive uh, strategic uh uh hold and ukraine is uh wants to join nato and uh that's putin's worst nightmare to have a, a nato member right there so we cannot i i get what you guys are saying you guys are i i get, I get it you guys are thinking about yourselves you're not thinking about your grandchildren all right um and the, the strategy i mean i guess the strategic advantage they would have with ukraine uh that they will regain over us uh, with Ukraine falling, John, it's a done. It's a done. It's not deal. a done deal. Belarus, Belarus is going to let them in. They've got several hundred thousand troops on the border already. They've hired mercenaries to go in, uh, and I don't think America has the stomach 
uh, to get involved in a major conflict directly with uh, the Soviet, with with Russia. Yeah. Well, what they're doing is, is they're they're holding up the Nord Stream two project to to basically because that's an eleven billion dollar project that where Russia is going to be sending their energy into Europe. The whole point of Nord Stream two was because Russia wasn't able to send its pipelines through Ukraine into Europe because they no longer controlled Ukraine. So they built a pipeline around uh, through the North Sea, the Nord Stream 2. Now Ukraine is useless to them. They don't care about Ukraine anymore because they don't need- How does this dude know all this data? Like, who are you, bro? I'm a professor of global affairs. Read my profile. It doesn't, your your profile means nothing because if if you had all this data, the way you're speaking, you would have some type of top secret clearance and you wouldn't even be allowed to talk about it. You're talking like you've been in the boardroom. Yeah, 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 no, this gentleman. No, this gentleman. No yeah, this gentleman I had a yeah, there's a lot of people that know about this exactly. out there. So I, I mean, yeah, no, no, you're missing my point. You miss no, not that part that he's saying. I'm saying all I'm saying is for me just listening. He just sounds like if it would have went his way, the way he described everything would have been perfect. All the presidents, all the generals did everything wrong except the way he's saying it should have went. Uh, you mean with my my position on the coup? Bro, you and this cool, 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 cool. Favorite word. Now you could, bro. You, yeah, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just debating with you, bro. It, it, look, look. I want to say one thing. This, the name of this room is called the debate the news. All I'm doing is debate the news with you, my brother. That's all it is. Yeah. Well, the, the thing is, U.S. no longer has a, a high ground in there. They, they, they screwed up from 2014 going, and right now it's, a, it's an energy move. Russia's trying to get its energy into Europe. Into, particularly Western European markets, Eastern Europe. So they, if they control those energy markets or a, a uh, disproportionate uh, representation of that energy markets, then they have political power in those in those regions. So that's why the Nord Stream 2 is huge. So what they're trying to do now is say, listen, if you invade Ukraine, that Nord Stream 2 pipeline is going to get blown up. You put all that money in, that's not going to happen anymore. Now, who and, said that, David? Because I want to look that up. I want to make sure this is accurate information. Who said look, that? Look, uh, it's 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 publicly uh, released information that Nord Stream Two is. They even said that Nord Stream Two is going to be a pile of rubble in the ocean. It, that's a public statement from the U.S. government. If if uh, Russia invades uh, Ukraine, they, no, they wouldn't say that. That sounds the Russia uh, Russia they, they said clearly they don't want to invade. No, U.S. Ukraine. U.S. I think U.S. Uh, spokes either White House spokesperson or State Department spokesperson said something of the nature of the Nord Stream Two pipeline is a de- is going to be a pile of rubble. In the ocean, or pile of metal, Neil, something of that. Because they're almost done building it, from what I understand, correct? It's done. It's done. It's done. It's just going through testing now. So that's 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 their only way to prevent uh, an invasion. However, that's also going to cause them to expedite that uh, pipeline. And I'm on daddy duty, so I can't spend too much time going back and forth. But I'm just. I appreciate you, you though. I appreciate your brother. I appreciate your input. It, It was it was fun debating with you, and you 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 knocked me out, bro. So congratulations. You know, actually, I, I question, question, question. Wait one second. Somebody said they agree with what? Yeah, yeah like, he dropped some like, jewels, he, he, man. Y'all, y'all ragging on him, but he, he said a lot of truth right there. Exactly. Just, just no, we were, we weren't ragging on him. It's debate the news, bro. Yeah, we're man. not ragging. I don't think that's a good term. Ragging. We're just I'm just debating the news. I'm just debating with whatever. Him. Just wanted him to, y'all and he's, he, excuse me. I said whatever synonym you want to choose. I'm just saying. Okay, thank you, bro. Now I'm ragging on you for. I'm just kidding. Somebody gotta get away. Anybody, a quick question. Anybody else want to jump in? Go ahead, brother. Yes, yes. Uh, so if we get involved uh, with the Russia-Ukraine issue, who's Russia's allies? 
Lots of people, bro. Uh-oh. Iran. China. North Korea. A lot yeah. of people. Everybody they that got... America, bro. Pretty much the, the whole, whole world. But, but here's my question. Why the U.S. needs to be involved with Ukraine? What, why, what's our interest in there? Because Ukraine is not 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 you know, Europe Union member and not even NATO member. So the problems there is starting in 2014 when the protest starts. And obviously they said they find some evidence in Biden, Hunter Biden computer about the, the shit of what's going on. Obviously, I don't have the data. But another thing, uh, the, the Russian president yesterday had a meeting um, with the Hungarian president and they they said clearly they don't want to do any attack. They don't want to invade Ukraine. Now, another thing... Uh, <clears throat> They signed that agreement in in '97 about the NATO allies and and Russia, and they they you know they claim that they they don't gonna get uh, even one inch forward through east. So now they not even they got in Romania and Bulgaria and all the Baltic uh, uh, countries. They also now they are changing the the you know the rocket system. They're gonna they putting on the Tomahawk rockets in Poland in Romania, which is can hit. Moscow or, or Russian um, territories. So, of course, because of this, Russia doesn't feel safe. Go ahead, Brian. You know, I, I, I can see Russia's uh, position on this, right? Because we had the same position when Russia wanted to put their missiles in Cuba. Of course. You know, we said, hey, 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 no good, too close. And, uh, and we have not told Putin and, and his crew there that we are not, we, we haven't ruled out allowing the uh, the Ukraine into NATO. And he's, he's saying, if you don't do that, we're going to go get this place. And so it's really, it's time for us to make a decision. Are we going to let the Ukraine in? Uh, and in doing so, we're going to put ourselves in um, direct line of fire with, uh, with Russia. And I think they have a right to protect their interests uh, as just as we do. And what happened, what, what happened to, you know, because the second you put allow uh, NATO to be in U- uh, uh, Ukraine, which means really our money and our technology and our missiles to be there, Russia is going to do the same thing in Cuba, and we're gonna, we're not going to have a leg to stand on. And yep. God knows where else. Brian, does you yes. does Ukraine want to be part of NATO? Yeah, they um, wanted to be. They wanted to be because they want to protect their interests. You know, they want to get back the the Krim uh, island. Uh, but also they, there was an agreement in Istanbul or Ankara, I don't, I'm not sure, where they, where they signed this agreement and the, the both parties. I mean, they don't gonna um, extend the military, um, which is, I mean, U.S. don't gonna extend the military if is is threat for, for Russia. Right now what we see is Ukraine wanna be a member of NATO and they wanna put there the missiles um, close to Moscow, which is a threat for Russia, of course. You know, that's that's what people don't understand. So like Brian said, what if I mean, they did it? What if they the Russians going to put missiles in, in Cuba? So that, that's the same thing. And, and the problem is they try to they try to fix this uh, through diplomatic ways. But it's right now. Everything is so far to together. Hey, body body. They, they got yeah. the nerve to talk about gangbangers. Gangbangers. <laughs> The stuff that these countries be doing it's is the same it, thing, Jerry. It's like a, it's like it's like set tripping to the highest degree. Uh, highest it's like, level. <laughs> all in the wrong. Hood, Jerry, bro. A, a woman in the back channel um, sent me something that's very interesting. She said, "Remember, it was Hillary Clinton who took out Gaddafi 
which destabilized the whole area. And there's some truth yeah, to that's that. Me, yes. yeah. That's oh, a okay. fact. Yeah, I, I think that that's was a bunch a of bullshit, very... man. Come on, man. No, that's true. No, 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 no. Just one second, hold on. You said Hillary Clinton took out Gaddafi. What about Iraq? Yep, and I, Gaddafi, I want to hear Jonathan. No, 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 Wait, yeah. everybody mute their mic. Jonathan, go ahead. When was Gaddafi got? Gaddafi was gotten under... Uh, wasn't Libya, he got, Libya, gotten Libya, under... Under, under, under No, no. More and more... Uh, they, he, they got him under, under Obama. Bush. Oh, under Obama. I, I'm not, under I'm Obama? Not, what I'm not reading, making John? this political. No, I'm, I'm asking. I'm asking. It, it was no, it was under, under uh, Obama. Because, Obama. because I know they got they got what you call it. They got oh the Arab Spring right. under and, the Arab Spring. You're right. And yeah, he absolutely. really took yeah. out uh, Gaddafi, who was incredibly powerful and ruled with an iron fist and kept stability there. You know, yep. he may have been crazy, and he was, but there was stability there. And the same thing with uh, with what we did in Egypt. I mean, we went in there telling everybody democracy is good. Took but, out their but, leaders. But, but, but Brian, go ahead, John. If they took out Gaddafi, I mean, like, go ahead, John. What were you going to say? I was going to actually pivot. I wanted to ask Brian something. What do you think about Jeff Zucker, bro? Uh, well, you know, I, I think the guy uh, pressed it for too many years, too long. He was in bed with uh, the uh, po uh, politicians. It was a little bit too close for comfort with Cuomo. Uh, the fact that he had a consensual affair with um, another employee ordinarily is none of my business right but but she happened to have the inside track into the governor's mansion in in new york state so it's all a bit nefarious chris cuomo uh andrew cuomo and this woman who used to be uh, i think she was in charge of intel or data uh for the governor and, and uh so cnn's reporting was less than uh unbiased let's say that exactly so but once again, this was a they, they've known each other for 20 years, okay, 20 plus years, uh, and it was consensual. Yeah, but you got to um, when it comes to politics and news. That that was the part that got him. There was there was, was no disclosure. Uh, it, it wasn't the fact that he was. I mean, and I think they're both unmarried, so you know. Again, yes. No, no, that's not the the problem here. Is you have certain disclosures you have to give uh, and provide, and they, they uh, and they were specifically asked and didn't answer. Uh, and if you remember, Chris Cuomo was accused also of doing some things as a journalist you can't do uh, when your brother, you know, you can't, you, you've got to stay out of that. Uh, and, and they didn't do it. So, uh, I, but if you look, it's now part of a pattern. Right. CNN, they've had a number of people that have had to go. Uh, and it's probably a good thing for the credibility of CNN that some of the bad actors go. And right, guys. What we're talking about is agree. what we're talking about is CNN uh, President Jeff Zucker. He's been in for nine years and uh, brought CNN to where they are. Uh, he was having an affair with a, uh, I guess, executive vice president, um, Allison. Um, I don't see if I can pull up this real quick. Uh, um, I don't. I, I had the name earlier, but uh, uh, go 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 uh, Gold, gold lust. Okay, no wonder I lost. Okay, I'm not so sure. uh, um, and um, they began working together back in '98 uh, at, at NBC, uh, and they rose through the ranks together at the network. But uh, they had an affair, and uh, it was not disclosed. And they asked uh, Zucker to resign. So um, just because he got some ass. What was their former position with the governor? Because that's that's where the nexus was. That's where the problem was. Uh, no, the problem was that she did. He didn't disclose it uh, when um, uh, when they redid the paperwork. director for the for the governor. Very briefly, though, 
I'm sort of puzzled by this one, to be honest. I mean, it doesn't, you know, I don't know. And if they're both single, is it going to when the investigation nah, was going on about it too. when the investigation was going on into Chris Cuomo, he was asked and he it didn't answer truthfully. And then it came yeah, out. I know, but you know, no, no, he, he, you know, he answered truthfully during the investigation with Chris Cuomo. I, no, I think, I it became, it came, no, it came to light during the Chris Cuomo. I think he said he was close. He didn't, uh, no, no, be prior to, but no, when the Chris Cuomo thing came out, he answered it honestly, oh. I believe. Um, that's how the Chris Cuomo thing is what got him. And he didn't disclose it, uh, prior on the paperwork. That's what they're saying. The the links up top, guys. Uh, what do you guys think? I mean, he's, you know, he's single. I mean, he's single. She's single. Jonathan, you know, we had the same thing in healthcare, though. you know, in trainees and 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 docs and residents and all that. And you know, the problem is, it's crystal clear in the contract. And and like Brian said, it's a matter. I think you know, they got this guy on a on a technicality because you have to disclose uh, immediately. And, um, you know, what went on in the governor's mansion, I'd love to know that because I think that's probably the bigger story. But but this is pretty common in a lot of workplaces and, and absolutely in medicine, too. Yeah, guys, there's a term for uh, fractionization, if I'm not mistaken, and it's frowned upon in all corporations, not just CNN. Oh. And the military. And the military, facts. Yeah, we had that in the military big time. Yeah, that coach will get you. That coach will get you. Hey, I got a question though, cause we we what do y'all think about um my guy I was talking to about Russia and and what's going on with Biden? But what do y'all think about Trump's involvement or what's going on with Russia? What do y'all think about uh, that? Yeah, my my ask a question from Brian. Brian, if you remember, was regarding to this. Hey, subject. bro, 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 did you are you about to address what I just said about <laughs> Russia? Or are you, you going no, no, to pivot to something is, else? This is, no, no, this is regarding to this subject, but I, I'm sure. Brian, no, no, bro, 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 bro. I just asked a question to the to the audience to the stage. What do you think about President Trump's involvement in Russia with those things that was going on before Biden became president? Do you think that anything that Trump had going on, because somebody talked about Hunter Biden, all these documents, and all this and that, but what about Trump's involvement? Does anybody have any data on that or want to speak about that? There is none. Jerry. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Chris. Yeah, I think he's watching carefully. Well, I'm sorry. Somebody said Jerry. There was a lady who said Jerry what? Yeah, it's Marilyn. I just wanted to say something about that really quick. So Putin, since he was like, 15, 16, he trained to work for the KGB and he spent his entire life like doing everything he could to get into that. And Putin has waited for a Trump all of his life. And so Putin having Trump on his side, like that's the best thing that could happen for Putin. So I imagine there was a lot that went on with Putin and Trump. Well, well, don't, don't imagine. Don't if imagine. you look Putin's, if you just, Wait, Brian, let her, let, let her look, finish. Let her finish. Go ahead, Marilyn. Putin's history, even if you just go to PBS, there's a documentary on Putin and all of, um, like, this is, this is Putin's dream, what's going on in the U.S. right now. Like, he waited all of his Holy life. Shit. Yeah, Marilyn, you, you, she Marilyn, talking Trump or Biden? Trump, yeah. Trump, Marilyn. One thing that's interesting is, right. Marilyn. One thing that's interesting is, is we're forgetting about that. You know, all that drama that was going on with the, with, with with Trump's affiliation with Russia. It's like how soon we're forgetting yeah. about it. And we just want to pound on Biden, Biden, yes. Biden. But For I mean, sure. 
Go ahead, go ahead, Marilyn. Well, Putin's dangerous as hell. And I mean, seriously, if you just go to that PBS documentary, everybody will be freaked out. Like Putin, this is like Putin. He didn't even have a normal life. This is all he has worked for was to find somebody just like Trump who would let him in to that circle. Why do you? Why do you think he? Why why do you think he like? Why do you? One second, Brian. Brian, Brian, One one second. Just making statements. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Jay, let me ask you a quick question, man. And it's sort of a pivot, if you don't mind. Do you? Oh no, go ahead, go ahead. Jerry. No, I said go. Go. I said go ahead. Oh, I didn't hear you. I uh, recent suicide. Someone reached out to me yesterday about a subject, and they were talking about recent suicides of thirty plus year olds. And they said Ian Alexander and it's a Regina King's son, uh, Regi- Charlie Cress, Michael Manson's son Hudson, uh, who's Mosley, Mosley, uh, Moses Mosley from Walking Dead, the Beauty Queen. All these people uh, cons- uh, committed suicide in the last two weeks. Is there a problem with mental health in America? And uh, and what do you guys think is uh, the, the uh, contributing factor to all these suicides? Isolation. Fentanyl. Isolation. And fentanyl. Isolation. Isolation. Come on, Sky. Isolation, definitely. Life, like t- time, times that we're in. There is a- Real quick, her mom. Her mom released a statement. Social media. She was talking about her daughter was um, dealing with high functioning depression. High functioning depression, meaning, I guess you're you're good on the outside. You, you ever heard of the phrase, check on your strong friends? You know, check on your friends that's always yes, smiling yes. and everything yes. um, is going good. And when I read, her mom put out a statement, and I would tell you that hit me to my core. Um, because it always reminds me of that statement, check on your strong friend. And again, it was talking about how her daughter was dealing with high-functioning um, high depression. And I just look at a bunch of business people, um, me being in the military myself, a bunch of, uh, and I'm an I'm a E-8 in the military. And uh, it's a stigmatism that comes with leadership. It's Thank you for your service, that, Battle. Appreciate you, Battle. I appreciate you too, Val. Yes, um, it's a lot of cool. it's a lot of stigmatism that comes with leadership. It's a lot of stigmatism that come with um being the boss that you know when it comes to asking for help. So I just want you all to really read her mom's statement and what's your thoughts on high functioning um depression with all of these people because like Jonathan saying, they were in the spotlight. And mm-hmm. on the outside, they look like they were okay. They got all this money. They got all this this fame there. You know what I'm saying? The ideal life. But is the American dream still the American dream? And what does that look like for people now? And and that's the answer. Exactly, guys. And one, one quick can second. I, one quick, yeah, one, one quick second. Yeah, we, I okay. want to do this. And then I want to toss it to Jerry so he can manage it. Because I want to put a couple subjects out there. Since we're winding down, and this is Debate the News, Melinda Gates no longer pledges a bulk of her wealth to the Gates Foundation. I, I want to talk about that. And guys, what do you think about the Washington Commanders, man? And that name, uh, from the Redskins to the Commanders. I like uh, it. and. And all that other stuff. So I'm going to toss it to my friend Jerry. Uh, Jerry, there it is. The floor is yours. Uh, we have some subjects on it. We're talking about the uh, the suicides. We're talking about the Washington Commanders, and we're talking about. And by the way, you're the first person to say I heard. I heard it like, uh, and uh, Melinda Gates, like, uh, 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 I'm keeping my damn money. I'm not pledging my damn wealth. Oh. So, so uh, go ahead, Jerry. 
Oh yeah, jump in anybody where, wherever you guys want to go. Hey, I want to speak to what Juan wait, wait, said no. about um um no. the depression. Can I just say it quick, Jerry? I'll be done, I promise. Yeah, yeah, make it brief. Go ahead. Two seconds. Quana, a lot of times people deal with imposter syndrome. Uh anybody can Google it. It's where you achieve things, but you don't believe in yourself that you're actually doing those things, even though people can see that you are. So that's tied to depression too. That's a good point. Thank thank that's you. Okay. Life. Is there is there a particular topic like Jonathan said uh, we're going to be winding Leanna down? So is there something? Go ahead, Miss the lady that was saying. Yes, go ahead. Um, go ahead. I just wanted to comment on the suicide um, thing that Jonathan was talking about. And again, I'm in Canada, so I don't know everything about the U.S. Um, mental health system. But if it's anything like the one in Canada, um, they just are fast enough to ship you out as soon as you come in, right? Um, I have a 12-year-old stepdaughter who has tried to um, overdose on pills two times since in the last year, and um, she was put into the hospital for a week. They wouldn't keep her any longer, and she was literally saying, if I leave here and go home, I'm going to do this again. And there just isn't, there isn't enough help in that sector to help young people, old people, it doesn't matter what age, in my opinion, um, they're just, they're understaffed and overworked and um, it, it's a struggle. So I think that that plays a big part into it um, from my personal experience anyways. And that is all. Thank you. Can I say something? Back on that. Go, go ahead, miss this set or one of you guys, go ahead to say your name. What's your name? I'm Marita. I'm a psychiatric nurse. So one of the things I want to say was that, um, yeah, sometimes uh, in the hospital, patients do get discharged home, but generally we don't discharge them if they're actively suicidal. But this is the thing that you have to understand. Sometimes you don't know if somebody's actively suicidal when they're depressed and they're in the low stages of depression, they're tired, they can't do much. But sometimes when they start to get better, that's actually when they commit suicide. So if we release a patient from the hospital and they're getting better, now they actually have the energy to kill themselves. I know that sounds kind of counterproductive, yeah. but that's usually, that can be the case sometimes. So, uh, you know, I don't want to blame anybody, say it's the hospital's fault or this or that, but um, just from personal experience in life and just taking care of patients that are mentally ill and sick that have substance abuse, uh, substance use disorder and things like that, um, you can never really predict that you can try to protect them as much as you can. But I think, you know, if somebody really wants to do it, you know, they leave the hospital, they carry that out. It's unfortunate, but I just, what do you think about what, what, what have you seen as far as relationships? Like, like someone, you know, leave a relationship and they're hurt. Is that a common thing as far as people, you know, someone broke up with them, a divorce, is that common was for suicides? Um, I've seen it. Uh, yeah, I've seen some of that, but it, it's a plethora of things. There are many reasons why people do it or attempt to do it. It's not just one set thing, but yeah, breakups can spark that kind of um, just, you know, hopelessness. If they go through complicated grieving, they're not able to resolve it. Sometimes people do that and then maybe they have an underlying depression already. Um, or something else going on and it's just a compounding effect you know just say for instance you lose your mom and then 
later on your wife leaves you, let's just say a month or two later, right. you can have a compounding okay. effect where, yeah. That's deep what you just said. That makes a lot of sense. That, that I can see how one one can start it off, then the other one can be considered the trigger or the thing that made them tip over. So, yeah, thank you for that. Anybody else want to jump in? Hey, Jerry, it's Peter. Can I jump in? Go ahead, Peter. Yeah, I think if we look at what's been going on, too, over the last two years with this pandemic, it certainly has exacerbated the whole mental health issues that we're, our country and the world faces, right? I mean, you look at isolation, being alone, being by yourself, and it's it's the young, it's a, especially even the elderly, those that are in assisted living facilities that couldn't have their family members come. I mean, it's uh, it just was not a real good place uh, to be if if you were suffering with within the scope of, of mental health issues, and uh, you know it's it's think of also the healthcare system and the way it's been uh, overburdened with uh, hospitalizations and people flooding to their doctor's offices and and going for testing and so many uh, ancillary healthcare issues like surgeries, whether it was cancer, heart related issues or other issues that we just couldn't get attended to because our hospitals and our positions were so overburdened with what we're dealing with, right? Mental health is also affected in that same regard. Uh, they just didn't have the level of care, not because it wasn't there in this country. It may be there. It may not be good enough. Still, we have improvements to go. Uh, I'll, I'll land my plane with this, that I, I think we have to also look at it uh, not from a mental illness standpoint, but mental health. When we talk about general health, we do things to keep ourselves healthy, right? Uh, we work out, we run, we eat, we diet, we exercise. Our doctors try to point us in the right direction. I think the stigmatism with mental illness, everybody's afraid to talk about it. And And with that being said, we need to treat this as a health issue. Mental health is also staying healthy of the mind, and, and we need to. And you couldn't have said that any better. What, what's your name, sir? My brother, what's Peter? Peter. Peter. You know what? You you know that's I, I literally love the way you just the way you just framed that, and I and I believe that it is should be called exactly what you just said. And sometimes I think that. We could even mitigate some of that if if we can get some people just just believe they have hope. You know, a lot of people just feel that there's just no hope. You know, I'm I'm in this neighborhood. You know, I can't get this job. I can't do that. I, I just there's just no way out. Uh, I'm 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 not a doctor, but I would imagine. I mean, I've been there. I've been, you know, depressed. I got friends. It's like I've talked to, and they just like, man, I just feel like, you know, yeah. So I, I believe that some people just need more hope and that's all part of uh I agree. What, you, I what agree. you just said what you just Thanks, said Jerry. but but Thanks. but how do we how do we how do we get people help that you know probably don't even believe they need it you know and how do how do we as people like us that's on the stage right now we can make a difference in somebody's life how do we help someone you know instead of like you know just just shine away it's not about loaning somebody money or help them out like that but sometimes some people just need someone to talk to. Jerry, I once had a huh? Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead finish. I, I thought you were waiting because go ahead. I wanted to say something after you're done. I, I once had a, a a a child that was sick, and I went to the doctor, and the doctor said, "Can I talk to you for a minute?" And I said, "What's up?" They put me in a closed door room, and I said, "What's up?" They said, "How are you doing?" And I said, uh, "What do you mean?" They're like, "Well, you know, I just want to make sure you're okay." As a parent, you know, sometimes you know, I'm just saying, like Jonathan, sometimes we got to just pull somebody aside and say, "How you doing?" But go ahead, Jonathan. No, I was actually going to speak to that because I, I remember, like, um, 
when the market crashed back in 2007, 2008, I lost everything. I, I went from uh, owning a mortgage company and, and just making a ton of money to like really having nothing in my account. Probably, I think I had like, I don't know, 4,000, 7,000, like, like, I think it was like $6,200 or something like that in my account. And so I was dead broke. And, and I grew up, the way I grew up, I saw people on Wall Street jumping out the windows on Black Friday and all that other stuff. Uh, when that happened, the Wall Street crash happened, I think in 86 it was, or whatever. And I, I always thought that was weakness until it happened to me. And at that moment, you know, I was so used to being the guy that I came to, man. I, it just, my mental health was at the point where I, I really considered like, like ending it. I, it was to the point where I gave my sister my last little bit of money. I was like literally like over a couple hundred thousand dollars in the hole. And, and my sister asked uh, for money and that money I could have used. But at that point, I just, I, I, it's not going to help me. I gave it to her because I really thought that at that moment I, I was going to actually, you know, end it, you know, and be done with it. So, you know, and, and once again, I am viewed as like one of the strongest people in my family. So uh, for me to have those, I mean, it's, it's serious because I, I seriously contributed, uh, con contemplated that I, uh, my marriage broke up uh, because my wife told me not to um, continue to pay the employees. And, uh, and I did, uh, she's like, no, no, no. Uh, and, and she was she turned out to be right uh, about a lot of things, but it was one of those things where no, I want to retain them because it's going to be harder to hire them back, and so uh, and and they quit anyway. But once again, mental health is a uh, I was going to say a bitch, but uh, mental it's health deep. is serious because uh, it's deep because once again I, I almost consider uh, actually I, I almost uh, took myself out. I, I I said that way did not make it sound like what it really was that's why i speak that way i'm uncomfortable speaking about it but absolutely one second everybody um you know as much as we'd love to continue this conversation i'll tell you what we're probably going to do we probably definitely will make a part two of this but um we we we, we are going to really you know this is a show uh we debate the news and we do it from one no i'm sorry 2 p.m pacific standard time to 5 p.m pacific standard time Eastern time that would be one, five three, to eight. Yeah, five to eight. Five to eight Eastern time. Uh, we are at the five o'clock hour, or you know, so you know, we're we're, we're going to have to land the plane, but um, we definitely start on time every single day, five days a week, and we will end on time every single day, five days a week. I want to thank everybody for coming out. Uh, I want to thank the moderators that shared the stage with us today and the moderators that joined the conversation. All of you, too many of you to name. Uh, thank the doctors for their input. Thank the nurses and, and everybody else and the people, you know, that didn't have a chance to speak. Military. Yeah, yeah, the military. The, um, yeah, uh, everybody. Everybody who's on the stage and everybody who just showed up and supported us. This is our third day of doing Debate the News. We thank you very much for joining the club. If you have not joined the club, please do so. Put the bell on because as you see, this is interesting. I'm going to ask Jonathan in our production call when we get done if, if we can definitely do a part two of this. Uh, I really want to talk about this Mental because health. I think, yes, I really want to talk about this tomorrow because I think that, you know, some people need to hear this. I think it can be, they can actually help some people. So I'm sure Jonathan will agree with that. Is there anything you want to add before we land, Jonathan? No man, yeah, I, I wanted not, to say. Uh, no, 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 it, no, no. We're, we're about to land, so Jonathan, this is for Jonathan. Go ahead, no, Jonathan. I, I just want to say, yeah, I just wanted to say, uh, absolutely, man. Um, hey, without you guys, uh, there would be no show. Uh, 
Uh, Jerry, you, you, you had an announcement you wanted to make. Uh, you want to make that announcement? And um, I just want to say I, I thank each and every one of you guys uh, for being here and allowing us. Uh, Jerry and I love doing this, believe it or not. We love communicating with you guys. And um, so um, thank you guys, because without you guys, there would be no show. Wait one second. No, 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 miss, miss, please, 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 miss. We, we're in the middle of speaking. Please, please. I don't know who's asking, but just give me a brief moment. Uh, w- when we land, we try to do our outro, and that means we're, we're, we're in a respectful way. We're landing, but we'll be back tomorrow at um, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time to 5 p.m. P- yeah, yeah, and 5 p.m. Eastern. Um, yeah, I just wanted so, to say one thing, so, one, brother. One sec- uh, bro. What, what do you want to say? Say it really quick before I make my announcement. What do you want to say really quick? When I was three years old, straight pimp game, I was told. Okay, okay. okay. One, one, one second, my brother. One second, brother. I didn't know. My, bro, my brother. My brother. I didn't know he's going. I didn't know he's going. I, uh, okay, listen. <laughs> listen. <laughs> Jerry, you almost got you. <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, this listen. room is crazy. Right. Hey, listen, my brother. Hey, wait a second. I got to say this. In a good hey, way. Hey, yes. hey, one second. The guy, please, please mute your mic. Please mute your mic. The guy who said that about his pimp game, I would love to hear about your pimp game tomorrow. Not trying to be rude to you, bro, but right now you got to, you know, where we're landing. But uh, Jonathan said, to, uh, asked me if I have an announcement, and I do. And the announcement is that I will no longer be part of the Million Marathon. Um, so for those that's been messaging me, uh, asking, you know, where are you, Jerry? Where are you? What's going on? Uh, I am no longer part of the Million Marathon going forward. I will be uh, doing my clubs that I do. Those that know me, you, you'll know my clubs. If you follow me, you'll see the clubs. But this is one of the new clubs. Debate the news. Uh, Jonathan, did you want to say something? Yeah, actually, yeah. I, I am no longer a part of Million Marathon as well. Jerry and I uh, felt that um, we are inter- artistically, uh, we will be better served uh, having a uh, platform uh, that uh, we felt uh, we could control and be a bit more inclusive uh, and, and balanced. So that's why we have debate the news because we wanted that balance there. Even our logo is the one of balance. And so uh, we are, uh, we're, we're happy that you guys have supported us these past three days. Uh, we're, we're not going to let you guys down. We're going to be here and we're going to keep it as professional as possible. We appreciate each and every one of you guys. And uh, we actually love you guys, man. And so, you know, uh, it's going to be, we don't know how this journey is going to turn out, but uh, but we do know that, you know, as long as you guys are here, it's going to be a great one. Big salute. Big salute. Hey, Jonathan. One second. One second. One second. Please. Please. One second. Please let me, let one second. Just please. You can just one second. We'll take a couple questions in regards to what we're saying, but make no mistake, Jerry, and Jonathan are look at us as as artists. <laughs> We're still the same artists of who we are. So you're still gonna get whatever you got because that's who we are. It's not about the name of a room. It's about who you know who the individuals are. We're gonna give you accurate information as much as I can, you know. And Jonathan's gonna do the same. But we're still who we are. So is there anybody who'd like to? You know, make a comment or ask a question about Jerry, what we're talking about. One moment, one moment, one moment, one moment, one moment. I'm gonna go to 10K. Just one moment. Go to 10K. Hey, go ahead. Jerry, what's up? Look, I'll be honest with you, man. I was in the room a couple nights ago, and it was it was like a knife being tossed in the middle of my heart 
when Jonathan was told to get the fuck off the stage. I took it so per yeah, no, no, no. So I took it so personal that I had to call him and basically check up on him. And the reason I did that, I've been to the Miller Marathon night after night. And I've watched how yourself and Jonathan has made such a tremendous role to the growth of that room. And for him to be told, get the fuck off my stage, that was something I think I took it personal and if it was actually told to me. Because in all my witnessing of Jonathan, what he does in entertainment and so on, he's always looking to add value and help other people. And with this debate, the news club, 10K Cards is here to support you guys 100%. And also one thing I'm here to say is the union that you and Jonathan have because I've met both of you guys personally. This is going to be a beautiful journey. And in all your endeavors, I've seen nothing but supporting and helping other people. So this That's will only be an extension of that. So back to you, Jerry. Amen. Hey, Jerry. Thank you. Thank you, Tinker. Jerry. One second. Just, just do me one favor. One second. I'm going to do this. Let, let's start from, um, I'm going to do a PTR and let's, let's start from the next person. It's the highest up. Uh, is there just just state your names, Kevin? This Kevin. T? This is um, just, damn, just come <laughs> Y'all are stressing me out. One second, I'm gonna go to a woman first. I'm gonna go to a woman first. State your name, ma'am. A lady first. So, this is Elizabeth. Mute you guys is Mike. Go, go ahead, Elizabeth. I just want to say... remember, everybody. I gotta say this keep it on the topic that we're talking about right now. Go ahead, Elizabeth. Uh, sure. So, I just wanted to say that, um, I kind of said this to you guys earlier today. And I said I'd pop in your room, and I did. And thanks for moderating me. Um, I was I had to be out for because I was working today, so I wasn't able to be here for the whole room. But I was totally my opinions of how you guys run rooms totally different in this room, and I really appreciate it. And I just wanted to let you guys know that um, thank you for doing this. I think it's great. Thank you. Appreciate you, Elizabeth. Is there is there another lady that would like to go? And everybody else, yes, please meet your Leanna mic. Leanna would. Leanna would if I could no. real quick. Yeah, make it brief, Leanna. Go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to ask um, the lady that spoke after me, the, the psychiatrist. No, no, do, do me a favor, Leanna. It's not about asking someone yes. a question. Yeah, Leanna, no, it's not. Okay, Leanna, I'm going to go to someone else that want to speak on this topic. Uh, is there anybody Jerry else? Gray. I just wanted to. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yes. What up, Jay? Grave, go ahead. Go ahead. No, Alvin. Go ahead, Alvin. Hey, man. Um, you and Jonathan, man, congratulations, man. You know, I, I'm an avid supporter. I've been down the last couple of days. Don't know what's happening. But, man, I stand in solidarity with y'all, man. Let's go. We appreciate you. Pre and we know you do. Appreciate you, Alvin. Is there Thank another you. Is there another lady that would like to speak? Yes, me. What, what's your name, miss? Absolutely. Oh, go ahead, absolutely. What's up, Coach Jerry? Okay, I'm going to... Go ahead, miss. You know, you know we, we Ask the hard like questions, man. Ask hard questions. What did you say, miss? I said, you know, we down, Coach Jerry. No. Oh, I, thank I, you. I, you know, we down. It, it, it is what it is. Uh, love you and Jonathan. Let's keep moving. Let's go. Thank you. Hey, Jerry, you want hard is there anybody hey, Jerry, else? It's Ryan. Hard yeah, Jerry, I just want to add here. Uh, wait, wait, wanna... the, wait, wait. One second. The person said one hard question. What's, what's your What's your question, My bro? Question is, are you gonna compete with Emilia Marathon? No, we don't compete with nobody. We don't compete with nobody. Any other Any other things anybody else want to hey, say? Hey, Ryan, hey. can I ask? Hey, it's CB Davy. Go ahead, so Ryan. I know that you, Jerry, and Jonathan, and Nelson, y'all are really close. I mean, I could tell that from the moment I met y'all. So I guess if y'all don't mind answering, if you don't, it's okay. You know, are y'all okay? Are y'all? Of, okay? of course we're yeah, okay. Of course we're okay. It's 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 just a club room. It's a club room. That's all it is. 
We're we're, we're not. Yeah, we, we're we just not, we want we, Jerry and I just want to make sure that uh, we we're able to express ourselves uh, and represent the people that we represent um, uh, in a manner that we feel that they should be represented. Absolutely, and I support y'all one hundred percent. Appreciate you. Anybody else want to um? Hey, one second, one second. Uh, where, where does Grant stand in that? Uh, I'm not going to answer a stupid question. Yeah, uh, seriously. Grant's, Grant's been here for the past. Uh, one second. Grant's been here for the past two days. He actually gave away twenty thousand uh, dollars to people to help build the club up, uh, membership up. So that should answer your question. Jerry, I just want to say, Tira, can I say that? something? Go ahead, Tia. Go ahead, Tia. Don't forget Elaine King. I love Girl. both you guys. Uh, I think okay. you're great, um, Jerry, Jonathan. You're teaching me a lot. You're you're inclusive. You're fabulous, Jerry. You're still the best moderator on this app, but Jonathan, Absolutely. you're close. Okay, so that's a competition you can have. But thank he you got so a good much teacher. for this room. Yeah, he, he got does. a good teacher. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, Jerry's by far the best moderator. I, I learned a lot from Jerry. Oh, shit. Jerry, Jonathan, can I Jonathan, say something? Jonathan. Yo, Jonathan just said he's so starting his own club tomorrow. This is C Rock. <laughs> said he's starting his own now. Jerry, can I say something? This is Nora. I'm way down at the bottom. Go ahead, Nora. Nora. Way down at the bottom. I just want to say I remember when the Million Marathon first got started, and you were one of the only people that was actually moderating that stage That's and we, there was like 50 people who were alleged mods none of them were doing jack shit you were the one who was on stage handling it and i was was there with you and i know how hard it was so i just want to say i appreciate that and i appreciate the work that you do Amen. You talking about Jonathan or Jerry or both of us? Well, I don't, I don't, Jonathan didn't Jerry. like me at first, but he did work too. He was, he was, you know, he brought the fire. You were doing the modding. Let's be real. Well, th let me say this. I'm gonna, I say this all the time. I'm going to say this one more time. There would be no million marathon without Jonathan. And, it, it, you know, I know I get accolades as far as modding, but there would be no million marathon. I don't know what it would be. If Jonathan wasn't be there, because Jonathan, be Jonathan is the yeah, he's the only one that stands against the the misinformation or the you know the, the bullshit, make, Jerry, making, the it, bullshit. making it <laughs> making it one sided. So when Jonathan's not in there, and I'm minding what you guys don't know is I'm calling him on other phones saying, Jonathan, I need you in the room. Jonathan, I need you in the room because it it just it just you know. It gets out of that's hand. That's what led to that. That's what led to the problem. Hey, that's what led to the problem the other night, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, one second. Hey, Jerry, let, let me tell him what happened. Wait, one second. One second, everybody. One second. I was blocked. One second. What happened was it was some misinformation going on, and on it, it, it was totally lopsided, and um, I was feeling a little uncomfortable, and and because I didn't want to um, I don't want to argue on stage with with my you know co mods and whatnot, but I know Jonathan. You know he has that role that he does and he's the he's the renegade that just comes in and everybody knows to mute their mic when jonathan's you know being jonathan but so i got on the phone and called jonathan said jonathan i need you in here right now not because i didn't have control of the stage you guys know i know how to silence the stage but it's because i could not keep it balanced with the one-sided misinformation jonathan came in to correct some of it and that's when um you oh, know hell, it, it, everything went to hell Yes. Hey Jerry, go ahead. Go ahead, yeah, P. So 
no, hey, no, hey. you, you, no, no, not you, P. The guy first. Go ahead, then you, P. Go yeah, ahead, thanks, bro. Thanks, Jerry. Um, I just wanted to add here, echo what everyone said. 10K was absolutely right. I was in the other room a couple nights ago in the Million Marathon when and the shit went down. And I absolutely respect the both of you, Jerry and Jonathan. Thank you for give voicing our voices. Um, thank you for even if we can't speak, you guys are there to always you know, balance things out and make sure everything's right. So I was driving home from work and I saw this room and a hundred percent, this is the room I'm going to be, I'm going to be in from now on. So thank you so much. Thank you. I'm going to tell you all something I want to add one more time. And, and I want this to be a teaching moment to everybody. I've had a few people say to me, how could you leave a room that's so big? Like, like it's not a, you know, that's a very, very, very big room with a big club. How can you leave it? And I said, um, I believe in the universal law of truth and I believe in following a code. It's not about, you know, picking sides. It's about picking what's right. So I said to myself, if I got to go back to my, just doing my real estate rooms to go with what's right, it's things you guys don't know, but if, if it wasn't for Jonathan Bing, I wouldn't even have been in a million marathon. Me being in a million marathon was because of Jonathan Bing. Would it be great for me to be in a big room? Oh my goodness. Thousand plus people every day. That is like, talk about social currency. That's big. But I chose code over numbers. So that's why I left the mean marathon. Respect. 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 Well, we know about your code. Jonathan and Byron were running those rooms for months. Jonathan. This is Dr. Jean. Oh, I just wanted to say, I'm glad that I got I got to hang out with you in your new room, <laughs> Jonathan. <laughs> and hey. I and I I hope you met me too, Jonathan, when you said you love everybody. Yeah, I do. Oh. I do. I do. Ooh, wait, wait, we got wait, we got something going on. Hold up, y'all. Yeah, yeah, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. No, no, that's wait. love. Wait a second. That's love. Hey, that's everybody. Wait a second, everybody. I don't I don't know if y'all see what's going on. I, I think we need to be respectful for a moment. I think we need to be respectful because she, it's clear. Let me just say something. It's clear it's two people on the stage, but she made sure she said Jonathan. And she said, I hope you meant that with me when you said I love you. So I need everybody Jerry, to she and I already got a room. We already got a room. No. Listen. <laughs> I need everybody to mute your mic. I need y'all to mute your mic and let them have a conversation. Oh my goodness. Go ahead, Dr. Gina. Dr. Gina. There you go. I love you, Dr. Gina. <laughs> Wait a minute. This is a clubhouse first. Wait a minute, everybody. When have you when have you ever heard Jonathan Bing sing on a clubhouse stage? Oh my god. Oh my go ahead, Jonathan. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, Jonathan. Come on, Dr. Gina. Dr. Wait, Dr. G. Is there anything else you'd like to add, Dr. Gina, to 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 uh, Mr. Jonathan? I just want to say I'm happy for you both. As long as you're happy, and I'm here to support. That's all. Off to a oh, fresh yeah. start. 
<laughs> yes, yes. I appreciate everybody. Is there anybody else that'd like to add something before we um? Hi, Jerry. It's Jen. Yes. Jen, Jen. Let me go to Jen. Let me go to Jen. Then I'll go. To, go ahead, Jen. Uh, Jerry, uh, we love you. We're gonna miss you. We're gonna follow you, Jonathan. I love your soft side. I feel like your soft side's coming out, and I believe there's no competition. You guys are both winners. Straight up. Uh, I've always had a soft side. <laughs> you guys just, I just had it. I just had, they had in, zero tolerance for misinformation. So, <laughs> you got a good uh, heart. You know, I, we can see it. We yeah, come to the it. real estate room. Just see the soft side. I've given away tens of thousands of dollars on this app. People have seen it. So, uh, you know, and I pay people rent and on all kinds of things on this app. So, no, uh, you guys see that and you guys sort of get it a little confused. But, uh, my partner, myself, Miss Cooper. Uh, matter of fact, Miss Cooper came. I don't think she's in, on here no more. She left, but she came on this app. The re only reason she's on this app was to pull me off the app because I was giving away too much money on the app and spending too much time. <laughs> so she's like, as uh, she comes in these rooms to stop me from pledging to give money to people. So that's well, God uh, bless so, no, you. Definitely is a soft God side. bless you with good health uh, and prosperity going forward, both of you guys. Thank you. Appreciate you. Is there anybody else that'd like to like to say something Pete. before we land the plane? This Pete yeah, here. graveyard here. Pete, 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 graveyard. I'm I'm, I'm gonna go to you after I go to Pete, cause uh, uh, uh yeah. Go ahead, Pete. Yeah. Can I give a Rachel later? Yeah. Go ahead, Pete. Jonathan and Jerry. I was in that room the other night, and I was in the after room, and um, you know, you, you guys, you guys were friends. You guys were brothers. Y'all need to work that thing out. I mean, I know you guys got your own room now. I'm going to support you guys like I did before. The only reason I'm still on Clubhouse was because I was just to, to, to hear you guys in that room at night because the thing we talked about earlier was the PTSD, and I, I have that from being in the military. But you guys are doing a lot of a lot of good for people. Um, so I'm going to support you guys every chance I get and uh, just keep on doing what you're doing, man, and, and God bless both of you guys. Thank you. Appreciate you for those kind words. Anybody Hi, else want to jump in? Yes, sir. Me, that. Graveyard. Graveyard. Go ahead, Graveyard. Is that Hi. your kid or somebody else's kid? Oh, that's uh, John. That's, that's someone else's kid. I think. Who's kid? Hi. Wait, wait. Whose kid is that? It's John. It's John's daughter. Oh, oh, go ahead. No, no. Oh, uh, no, they were no, saying no. thank you for supporting my dad. So. Oh, okay. John, <laughs> <laughs> tell you about that. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know that was you. Oh. Oh, shout outs okay, to the babies, man. Oh, babies. <laughs> babies are so, my favorite. So, hey, Jerry, we got to go to Graveyard, man. Cause go ahead, Graveyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go I, ahead, Graveyard. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, All I just wanted to say, man, is, you know, I really appreciate you guys always, you know, allowing me on your stage. I'm going to definitely always support y'all. You know what I mean? May the gods bless y'all. And, yo, let's just keep it moving, man. Salute. Hey, appreciate you, my brother. Appreciate you a lot for that, bro. Is there anybody else who want to say something before we um land? Positive. Land positive. Go ahead, positive. Yeah, hey, I just wanted to say thank you guys for having this room. And I love the diversity, man. I'm the kind of person that speaks out when I don't agree to people, but I'm learning to listen now, right? That's the most important lesson that I've been learning coming to your uh, room here. So I appreciate you guys, man. And I'm going to continue following you guys. Thank you. I appreciate you positive. Peace, appreciate you. And uh, is there anybody else want to uh, add something before we land yeah, the plane? This is so Annie, this is Annie, just real quick. I just wanted to um, tell Jonathan, I'm so glad that you're still on this earth. And <laughs> by the grace of God, I'm so glad that things didn't go south for you. And I just wanted to thank you for sharing your vulnerability because you never know, you know, who on stage or in the audience that you help. So 
Thank you, my brother. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Can hear me. Hey, 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 hey guys. Hey, it's just... Rachel. Hey, Rachel. I came in late. I don't know what's going on, so I'm just going to listen to the replay. <laughs> I'm just going to listen to the replay. But Jonathan, you have a back channel. All right. Thank you, Rachel. Yeah, guys. Uh, I, I just want to leave like this right here. Um, I we I, I we have no animosity towards uh, our, our friends over there. We wish them great success, man. They should have a wonderful, uh, you know, I guess <laughs> room uh, because uh, the format's there. So uh, this is nothing against uh, them at all. Just want to make sure that you guys leave here clear-minded that this has nothing to do uh, with our friends over there. We want them to have nothing but the most success uh, possible. This is just a decision uh, for Jerry and Jonathan. So Your format's again, better, by the way. Be yeah, Respect. yeah, pre yeah. Appreciate everybody, and thank you once again. And um, remember, we will be going live tomorrow at two p.m. Pacific Standard Time, five p.m. Eastern Time. We are going to be on time five days a week. Uh, so make sure you guys come to that, and don't forget, Jonathan does a more a real estate room every single morning. What time, Jonathan? Every weekday morning, uh, we start at 6 a.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time, and it runs to 12 noon Eastern Standard. That's for uh, the West Coast and the or the East Coast and then the West Coast. So uh, tomorrow we're going to be doing we well, we're five days a week. Thank you, Jerry. And and remember everybody that uh, we also have another club called the Talking Shit Club, and we do a room every Saturday. That I try to mention every time, every opportunity I can because it's a very important room, and it's called How to Be a Better Moderator. Okay, so when you guys come to the room, you'll see it's not just about being a better moderator. It's about creating better relationships on this app. Look at this right now. All of you are giving us a lot of love and support. We do rooms, but you guys are also, we have formed the relationship. All of you, the Bryans, the Quanas, the Terrors, even Dr. Copeland. You know, I'm joking with you, Dr. Copeland. Dr. Russ, everybody on this stage, Ricky, everybody. You know, it's a relationship. So I teach people how to attract, how to convert and how to nurture better relationships on Clubhouse. Yeah. And it could actually... Hey, Jerry, go ahead. let them go know ahead. that we're going to be hitting you. If you guys love seeing us on Million Marathon, we got uh -oh. something coming. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Don't, don't. All, I, all I'm going to say is follow intellect. <laughs> all I'm going to say is follow intellectual combat. Okay? Oh, if you guys shit, love this old, you you guys you love this old Clubhouse, y'all better find that club intellectual combat and follow us. <laughs> No, you, yeah, you said if they loved us in me and Marathon. Okay, okay. Y'all yeah, yeah, able to find intellectual combat and follow us. Yeah, yeah, y'all gonna, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I support you guys too, Jonathan and Jerry and Leanna. Um, I just uh, say I support you all, but, you know, I roll, I roll with you, Jerry. I appreciate everybody. So... You guys can just look at this like this was just Jonathan's and our coming out party. And we came out ah! with an incredible new club. Let's get ready to I started this shit. I started this shit, okay? I am the originator of this, okay? In case y'all didn't know. <laughs> now you know. Was you about to say something, Mr. Bing? Mr. Bing, was you about to say something? Uh, nah, not at all, man. I thought you came out like a few years ago, though. <laughs> I didn't know. I'm coming, I'm, coming, I'm coming out the closet today. I'm coming out the closet today, y'all. 
I'm out the closet on Clubhouse. Wait a minute, hold on. I don't appreciate that, Jonathan. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, hey, 10K. What did he just say to me? 10K. I didn't want to say I didn't want to say anything, 10K. Jerry. You, you were just vibing to that comment. 10K, you know what? You I were don't vibing appreciate. to that comment, Jerry. It does not that. look good. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate that, Jonathan. You know what? It is what it is. Wait, he said this room is what? What did that guy say? This, this room is this what? This room is hella lit, man. For real. I appreciate you. you, but but we're gonna hella land it now. So, let's go. Let's go. I got a I got a, a six thirty Zoom training I got to do for like almost two hours. Oh my <laughs> good, Jonathan! I don't know how we do it. I salute you, my brother, for all the hours you put in. So thank you, everybody. I am going to do a hard landing. If you haven't done so, please put your trays in the upright position. Close your iPads and put them away. Close your phone and make sure your seatbelts are buckled. We're about to do a hard landing in T minus five, four, one. See you tomorrow. <laughs>